Blog Talk Radio. Well, howdy, howdy, folks. We are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and StreetFoodVendor.tv. Is it possible to start this business without any money? What if every penny I'm earning is already being spent and there is nowhere to save money from? It's that time again, folks. Broadcasting live. Brand new string from a top old smoky. It's Ben, the king of wiener slingers, with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third-grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Ben'sCarts.com, Whiskey by the Jug and Donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com. Get free video training, earn points, and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to LearnHotDogs.com. Well, folks, usually it's accompanied by a short story of their situation. I'm asked how to get started with no money, sometimes spend what we make. Other times it's just a matter of not enough income, period. Now, the point I'm getting to and we're going to talk about tonight is different ways to start a hot dog cart with little to no money. But before we get started, I would like to welcome everybody to the show. Um, we have live at streetfoodvendor.tv, if you want to catch it over there and look at all our pretty faces, we have Brian Shores with um, Elts Hot Dogs, and he's live on camera tonight. Y'all get to see his pretty face. And uh, we've got Bubba Galt and uh, Okie Dokie, uh, Okie Dokie, um, Doggy Daddy. Doggy Daddy. There you go. And... <laughs> <laughs> and we've got the owner, CEO, head, um, you know, in charge. Um, I was going somewhere different with that, and that wouldn't have been right. And we've got the president and chairman of the board. We have Jason Brown of Love Hot Dog Company. And I would like to welcome all y'all to the show. If you would like to join us, send me a private message over at facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts. And send a message in there, and I'll send you the link, and you can join us live here. But um, we'd love it if you'd show your pretty face. You can always call in to 424-258-9364. All right, Brian, um, you're, you're first in line. Go ahead and tell us how your week went. Uh, lots and lots of rain. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got, it, finally got it dried out yesterday, today. And looks like it's going to be hot and dry for the rest of the week. So, but yeah, Friday was a monsoon. So no, um, no beach goers, huh? No, no, no. They they don't like the rain. Brian has the cream puff job. If y'all don't know, um, kind of works on the beach, watches girls in bikinis, and um, he figured if he couldn't get a girl in a bikini to work his cart, 
he would just um, go watch them and work his cart. And so he works out of a concession trailer. It's Elk's Hot Dogs. You can follow him on Facebook. Bubba G, um, let's let's hear how your week went. Uh, we're still in the black. We ain't in the red, but we ain't much in the black. It was a slow week. I think um, even uh, <clears throat> Happy Jack's down in Greenwood, which is about three miles from where we're at, he said the same thing. It's like they extended their vacations. The Menards parking lot was very quiet all week. Saturday picked up. We had a great Saturday. Well, did, good. Ah! Well, good. So we had a good week, and uh, it's going along. We're still plugging. I'm glad to hear it. And Jason Brown of Love Hot Dog Company. And we had a holiday for Bo the other day. It was uh, Bold as In. So, it was, that was Bubba's holiday the other day. I don't know if you saw that on No. That. Yeah. It was for you, you and Ben. Bald is in. Bald is in, and I missed it. That was the holiday the other day. That is my luck to miss the holiday. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll be I'll be sure to catch the hairy back one, or the short <laughs> and fat. <laughs> Mine too. All the way down. Well, we have um, we have I, we've had a good week. I got to show off. I got to meet um. I've known him for four years, but I finally got to meet him face-to-face, um, Mr. Michael Wood, with Doug's Dogs, and I'm wearing the shirt he brought me. It is kick butt. It's got a hot dog on it, um, wrong finger. This thing re- this thing reverses me, and so I can't tell where the hell I'm pointing. <laughs> you can flip that around on the screen. I've put the cigarette in my ear twice trying to watch the, <laughs> watch the camera. Ah, cool. <laughs> That almost sounds like a personal issue. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, Brian fall off his chair? I don't know. I heard some screaming and some some fun, and he took off. Brian, are you there? The woman in the basement is screaming. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, I, I I actually have a bunch of stuff planned for tonight, and I want to. I want to get started, and I want to run through these. At any point, jump right in there. Interrupt me if you have a a better idea or an idea to add on to these. I would love to hear it, but um, it is it is a common thing that I hear is how do I get started with no money? Now, before I go into this, I, I want to um, give a little bit of information on about no money. Usually, if you ask somebody and they make two thousand a month. They're broke every month. At the end of the month, they've barely got enough money to pay the bills um, to get through the month. The same reply will come from the guy making four thousand a month and eight thousand a month. And I read a statistic um, fairly recently in a Forbes magazine article that talked about that most physicians were two months of income away from being bankrupt. Not that they're fixing to be bankrupt, but if they lost their income for two months, they'd be bankrupt. Well, this is because the the American way is to spend what you make. If you make five thousand a day, you'll probably spend five thousand a day. We all think, hey, look, Brian's back. Chair. She she um she did you tie her back up? We thought you fell off the chair. No, I had to check in on the woman, folks. We tr- we tried to lean the we tried to lean the camera down so we could see, but um, we were scared, you know. And I I don't have that button to blur out the naughty bits, so we decided we'd just leave it straight. 
I had, to, I had to give her the warning that, you know, we were live on here and I was part of the show tonight, so don't come walking through here with nothing on her. And, you should have put boxer shorts on, man. <laughs> You're assuming that I wear underwear. Yeah, I knew it. Uh, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so, so the, to give you a little more perspective on this, if you find that whether you're making two thousand or three thousand a month, if you're not paying yourself something each month, you are going to get further behind. And when I say pay yourself, is you pull money back that is not for movies, not for the electric bill, not for um, your, you, you know, to help um, breed your neighbor's puppies. None of that. It's it's. If you can make yourself put back 10% of your income and pay yourself first, after that builds up a little, even if it's 100 a month, eventually you'll get to the point where you don't want to spend that, and that becomes a buffer. Well, the problem with a lot of us is we get in this habit of spending what we make. My wife right now, if I gave her $500, I promise you by tomorrow evening, the Goodwills around our area would be 500 richer. Because she loves them. And she will go in and buy all kinds of useless crap so that we can have a yard sale next summer and um, and get rid of it. And she always thinks she's making money. Um, but the bottom line is, is you have to create a way and be rigid with yourself enough to not spend that money. And so... The first thing is, is when somebody asks me this, I always ask them, you know, what do you make? If you don't mind sharing with me, what do you make? And some of them tell me, you know, I make forty two hundred a month, but my bills are like forty one eighty. Well, then you need to cut down on your bills because if you're spending what you're making, you're never going to get ahead. You're always working so that you can pay the bills, and it doesn't work good that way. The other thing is, is some people are just simply not making it. There's people that have been laid off somewhere around 10%, 11% of our nation, and they don't have it. They're working menial jobs for minimum wage or a little more, and that is not enough to support a family. Even with two people working, it's simply not enough after taxes and, and your you know, the Social Security and all that stuff. So it's, it's a little tricky to... To um, you, you know, I, I'm not judging those people. You, you're not able to save money because there is no money to save. So what we need to do is come up with some ways for you to make some money, or save some money, or be able to get a cart with little to no money. The trick is, and I've written down nine of these, and I want to go through these with you. And 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 fellows, if if y'all have anything that you would like to add, jump in. You're not going to step on my toes. But the first one is work for another vendor. And this, you know, it seems like a no-brainer. You go, okay, I'll just go work for another vendor. Well, sometimes it's hard to find a vendor. You may have vendors in your area, and... Work <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry> for me! <laughs> yeah, like Jason. Um, and and there's, there's some other opportunities, but you've got... There's vendors out there that may not be front and center. They may not be at the places you go by each day. And it may be worth you putting something on Craigslist. My next one, number two, is going to go into a little more about that, keeping some fillers out. But you can rent from a vendor. How would you find if how would you find a vendor that needs help, or find a vendor that is willing to rent you his cart on the days he's not using it, or rent you his cart? Period. 
Well, one of the successful places to do this is a place called Craigslist. I'm sure you're familiar with it. You can put free ads on there, help wanted ads or wanted ads, and there's some little tricks to it. You could put an ad that says, I will buy your hot dog cart. You're not telling them that you'll pay cash for it. You're telling them, I want to buy a hot dog cart. Then you get some people that are searching Craigslist ads for hot dog carts, going to see what the market will bear before they list theirs, and they may call you, see the ad. There's vendors that have done this and are doing this. There's people like Jonah in Texas who was on a couple weeks ago. She wants to sell her cart and her business. It's a ready-made, making-money business, and she'll finance it with a considerable down payment. Well, that's not a little-to-no-money deal, but there's opportunities out there that are similar, and you need to find those. You can also list over at um, learnhotdogs.com in the classified section. Just go in there and create yourself an ad. The more people that do it, the more people will start to look for those areas when they're needing help, like Jason. Jason's constantly needing people. Um, Corey has needed people in the past. A lot of us have needed people in the past, and it was hard to find them. It would do what? Brian needs people to rent umbrellas. <laughs> I was actually going to say, Ben, that, that gentleman that you pointed my way, I got in contact with him, and uh, hopefully he's going to come down uh, next weekend and work, or you know, work or check out the cart and everything like that. So yeah, there's. All right, so if he's working for you next weekend, you coming up here to work for me? Because I got, like, Friday, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, but if I go up there, then who's going to send you pictures of, a, you know, office view every day? <laughs> he sends me shout-outs on Facebook of the beach view. It's like, I hope your fans break and there's not a cloud in the sky and it's hot as hell. <laughs> and nothing but a, a busload of fat women... <laughs> well, the see that's part of it though is that networking, and it's what we're doing here now. And it's there's there's about eight thousand people over there on our Facebook page, and and you can network with people. I'm going to create some better ways to network so that you're not having to mill through people that are just looky lookers or looky loos, as my wife calls them. If but we need to have a better way but right now we don't and so i'm creating i'm giving these tips out to help those of you that are wanting to get started but no money i got two emails this week from people one of them shared their story a long story about how things were tough and they simply didn't have the the money to be able to do it and and it hurts my heart if i was wealthy i would just be a um philanthropist um is that a bug person, or did I say that right? I think I said it right. Anyway, um, is I would love to be able to help people get started, people that are serious. But there's going to be some, there's going to be more work and more legwork. You're going to have more due diligence starting with no money than you would if you had some money. Now, let's talk about raising some money. This is number three, and it's fundraise. Um, and you can fundraise locally, but you can also fundraise with crowdsourcing, with social networking crowdsourcing. There's several websites to do that. We've had some vendors on the show that have done it successfully. Indiegogo, um, there's there's um, there's Kiva Zip, there's Kickstarter, GoFundMe. There's a ton of these that can 
that can kickstart, basically, um, pun intended, to to get you. There's people out there wanting to help people that are self-motivated, willing to take the risk. Um, but I want to tell you something about this. You know, because Kickstarter and GoFundMe and Indiegogo and all these have become so popular, and people think that they're going to, you know, th- that it's just small, they put their little ad on there. The problem is, is now there's millions of people listed there. And it's hard um, to sort through the ones that are serious and the ones that are just raising money so they can get their next boob job. Well, I <laughs> – my daughter did that, by the way um, – <laughs> the <laughs> anyway, if well, you okay, <laughs> <laughs> I probably I'll probably get killed for saying that. But it, anyway, it's um it's one of those things that you need to take as much effort and as much enthusiasm with your fundraising page at Kickstarter or GoFundMe as you do with everything else. If you would make a video, people like to see and hear you talk. They want to they wanna know you, and the only way to know you is to build a relationship, a rapport, and that can be done through video. You can also use comedy. There's been some unbelievable amounts raised through comedy. We featured a gentleman that raised, um, I think it was four times more than he needed um, because he was comical in his fundraising. You know, he made some hot dogs in his kitchen, and he filmed it, and he smashed them, and he, you know, he talked about it, but he had he had serious points in it, but it entertained. Well, because it had an entertainment value, when somebody like me or Jason or Brian or, or Bubba or any of us, we see that, and we share it on our networks. And so those little things, and they may not go viral worldwide, but they go viral to the people that matter. And so if you can spend some extra time, and even if it's recorded with your little phone, you're going to come out better if you will put as much detail into the video and make it entertaining. And then you'll probably see the fundraising go up because now it's not like every now and then you hear about a GoFundMe. I have somebody send me a GoFundMe or an Indiegogo thing they want you know to share every day, more than one. So there's lots of people doing it. But very few do it with a video or with some catchy stuff. And so I wanted to talk about how important that is. We've had to change how we do it because it's not working the other way. It's not working as well. Um, the fourth thing I want to tell you about is Kiva Zip. And Kiva is is another fundraising, but you're you're going to pay it back. So the odds are you're going to fundraise quicker, and you get to pay it back with no interest. So it's a interest-free loan to you to start your business, and you you may want to check that out. Just type in K-I-V-A Zip in Google and check it out. You can also just type that in the search engine over at LearnHotDogs.com, and it will pull up some se- several successful vendors that have done that, and it worked for them. So I want you to keep those in mind as you go. And we I've got some more for you here, but I'm going to take a quick break and um, – and we'll um, find out. Man, I get chill bumps. I feel like I got a real crowd. <laughs> oh, my me. Ben's got it. A to Z. 
It's the A to Z course for anyone just getting started. It's brand new and full of fresh info, tips, and tricks on how to get rolling. In 11 on-demand web episodes, Ben does a comprehensive course on kickstarting your business. It includes forms, outlines, and more. He covers licensing, permits, finding a car, commissaries, locations, even more locations, tips, pricing, and shaving your dog, and more. You get it all except for the shaving your dog part. We just want to make sure y'all were listening. Get it now over to LearnHotDogs.com. Hey folks, this is Rob Harper with Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Just a quick reminder that Hot Dog Vendor Radio is a live radio show. Without call-ins, there ain't no show. So hide your face, pick up your phone, and give us a call. You can use your real name, you can use your stage name. We aim to please, so we don't really care. The only stupid questions are the ones that are not asked. So dial 424-258-9364. That's 424-258-9364. Get your groove on with HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. He's happier than a fat girl eating cake. It's Ben on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey, folks, I appreciate that break. And do, do you all have anything you want to add to this? Um, Jason, Bubba, um, any of you, Brian? Oh, I don't have a lot to add to it because I'm, I'm, I'm not one of those. I've never had to. Well, <clears throat> I used to be one of those, but I don't I have we have no debt. So trying to find the money usually just means going to work for a week or so and we got money again. So, I, 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 that that's our situation, and you, I'm blessed. I you, busted my butt to get there, but I'm blessed because of that. Well, and you served, right? You you like no 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 no. no we we met the old school way. We met online. No, I'm saying you you were were you in the service, Bubba? No. No. Okay. I no. thought you were for some reason. Um. Been. <laughs> do, <laughs> Who made me right? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he could be an old jarhead. But I've I found a a lot of vendors lately have come into this business who are retired, who you know have found that you know one you want something extra to do, but also you you like the additional income. There's people like um, you know I'm wearing a shirt, Doug's dogs, um, Michael Wood out in Georgia, and he. He's making a full-time income vending hot dogs, you know, three, four days a, a month. Um, and he's done well through that because of that. And he's and I've seen a lot of people doing the same thing. I would like to, to move on. We're going to go to number five, and it's um, group. you could group with a nonprofit and offer to buy the cart back to help you get started. Let me explain that a little bit because this is kind of thinking outside the box and this some of you may not be comfortable with this, but there are local charities who want to raise more money. They're local to your area. It can still be the Red Cross or it can still be the Humane Society, but it's the one local to you. And if you would take the initiative to contact them and say, listen, I have a plan. I found out what I need to do to do this and this and this to get a cart and but my stumbling block is getting the cart. There's 
there's charities out there that would possibly co-op a cart with you so that you basically they buy the cart you raise money for them along with yourself and as it goes you would eventually be able to buy the cart off of them or save enough money to buy your own cart these are things that can happen they take a little more effort but if you're serious about getting started serious enough to send me an email that says ben i need i really need help um, then these are things you can do. There are charities out there that would love to find somebody that ran a food division for them so that they could go fundraise at their fundraisers so they could have a hot dog cart in front of the door to their little auction they're doing every Saturday night or whatever they're doing. Or the next time they do the free spay and neuter at the Humane Society and they're trying to get donations, to have a hot dog cart parked up there would mean a lot. So there's all these little things that you could do to think outside of the box so that you could become a hot dog vendor, gain practice, and not have the expense initially because you simply don't have the money to do it anyway. And I think it would be an awesome way to get started. Plus, it's a great way to get in. I mean, you get in with some of these organizations, and it can be a great networking tool. I mean, you get working with an organization and stuff like that, and, and you know, word can just get carried you know, mouth to mouth and everything like that. And we had that yeah. with uh, Alex's Lemonade when I was still doing pizza. I mean, you know, you can't beat some of their networking with social media. Right? We're trying to get hooked in. My wife still works at St. Francis Hospital, and they're trying to build a, a hospice for obviously older folks who don't have the money to do it. So uh, we're. My wife is supposed to talk to them. We'll get together and try to help them out because yeah. now is a good thing because I think my mom's going to move in with us. So <laughs> we're going to be the hospice. But, uh, you know, not everybody has that option. And we all have parents who get there. So it's a good deal. It's but awesome, that, would be it's a, awesome a that you have the ability, though, to do it. That's a, yeah. you know, that's a blessing in itself to be able to have the opportunity to be able to take take someone in like that that's taken care of you that raised you and that you can give back right well we give 10 percent all our profits anyways to uh the tony stewart foundation which is uh for by his tires or what what was that is that by his tires or no it's it's his foundation <laughs> uh he's got a really good foundations for chronically ill children uh and wayward pets, I guess you would want to call it, and what really uh, race car drivers, your local race car driver that may not have a lot of insurance and he hits the wall and does himself up pretty good. So it's three main things that uh, that foundation does, and so that's what we do. It's just it's, That's what we do. I, I like it, and I believe in it, and so we're doing it. It's kind of Indiana because he's Indiana, so, yeah, we do it that way. And his mom's a hoot. <laughs> so. That's cool. Well, the, my number six one, and and you've heard this one before if you've ever heard my stories. Beg, bar, steal, whatever you got to do um, from family and friends, and and I, I sold everything that wasn't nailed down. Now, what I learned, you know, through my ordeal, going from you know over a quarter of a million a year income to um, literally nothing overnight, was that I could live on a lot less than I thought I could. And I quickly realized that I could save some money by getting rid of the hundred and twenty dollar a month. Um, satellite bill that I could get rid of 
all these little extra things that we had been doing. This, you know, my kids bleeding me daily of fifteen, twenty dollars because they need this or that, you know, and oh, we got to go to McDonald's after the track and blah 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 blah. And and if you start writing that down, and that's why keeping records is 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 scary. But if you'll keep records, you'll find that you'll look back and you'll go, we spent a hundred and sixty dollars on Netflix. Or whatever, you know, I just made that up. I know Netflix doesn't cost, but we end up spending all these little bits of money places. Well, there's going, you should reward yourself, okay, for working. People feel obligated to reward themselves, but oftentimes we get into the habit of doing it when we haven't changed anything. And so that's what creates this living month to month, week to week, day to day. And so it's, you, you can take it from me. I was down and out, two-bedroom, you know, mobile home with the, all the kids, and it was horrid, and I had to get rid of things. All of a sudden, everything mattered, everything, and I sold everything that didn't matter, everything. I'm talking furniture and stuff because none of it mattered, and I was able to get that hot dog cart. Well, a lot of us don't want to part with, you know, that 54 Chevy that's in the back. Or, you know, I had a 1954 International pickup truck. I held on to it and held on to it and held on to it, and I thought it was worth thousands. I ended up selling that for like 300 bucks. Um, it, it, yeah, it was actually one that said International Harvester. It was back in those days, and and it ran. And so I sold it because I needed the money, and it was going to be a it was going to be. A, it was going to solve a problem. It was going to give me the, more money to be able to buy the cart, and I didn't have time to wait. I didn't have time to get it on eBay. I didn't have internet anymore. Um, so a lot of things changed for me. So you will. I was having to go to over to neighbors who was actually, you know, my brother-in-law, and use his computer to to get on Craigslist to look for stuff and to sell stuff and list stuff. And so you find out quickly what you don't have to have to really live. And it humble, it's humbling, but it also shows you, you know, I could live off twenty eight hundred a month. I don't really need to live off four grand. So that extra twelve hundred, I'm gonna put back every month. And you change these little things, and all of a sudden you get to the end of the year, and you've got eight grand in the bank, and you go, "Wow, I did it!" Who's got eight grand in the bank? There's very few Americans that can say that. Very few that have eight grand in the bank. Yep. So. It's um, it's one of those things that that you have to a lot of you know self determination, self motivation stuff. But that's what it comes down to the begging bar, and that's why I felt like it needed to be included in my list. Number seven is get a partner. This can um, be risky, but sometimes several people and raise the funds. If you have friends or family that are like minded and wouldn't willing would be willing to create a six-person partnership to get a cart, even if you're going to work it, you may get the bad end of the stick. But if it's a, what is it called, a method to the madness, it's, there's there's a reason that you're, I guess you're um, sacrificing a partnership so that you can get what you want. And a lot of times in life we do that. We, you know, we don't fight with the wife so that, we get dinner tomorrow night um and and things like that it's it's one of those things or the, so that we can go in the house and she's happy you know there there's a lot to be said for living in a happy home 
so there are ways to to crowdsource. I've seen multiple vendors go together and get a I know I know three that just went together and they got a um this was back March, April, in Orlando, Florida and they got a food trailer, a concession trailer. And they all chipped in and they all saved and they got it. And there's already been a fallout, but the bottom line is they got it done. And there's ways to get these things done if you have the desire. Another thing is some um, vendors, this happened just recently, got permission to set up their powered steam table. They bought a commercial steam table, a tabletop one, and got permission from the health department because their commissary was right behind them in a restaurant. They got permission to set the steam table out front. Well, what it was actually is a bakery behind them. And so it wasn't a competitive edge. So the bakery allowed them to use their business as the commissary. They sat out front on the sidewalk in with a table. I'm talking a $20 table and an extension cord and a steamer. And they steamed hot dogs. And they've been doing this now for about four or five weeks. And I've asked this lady, she doesn't speak really, really good English, but um, I've asked her to come on the show, and hopefully she will. Um, Her daughter speaks really good English, but um, I don't know if she'll do it. But the bottom line is they started with nothing. They basically started with nothing. She found this at a used restaurant supply place, and she bought it cheap, and it needed cleaned up. And one side of the thing doesn't even work. You know, it's a full-size steam table, and it's got two burners that come out that are electric. And one side doesn't work. And so she's doing everything on a half of a steam table, and she's making money. Well, why? Because she had to. That was her choice. And I admire that because this lady one day will have her a cart. And this lady, she may not buy it from me. She may find one there. But that's called... I want to do this, and I'm going to figure out a way. And I'm not. I'm. That isn't the only story. There's other stories of vendors stepping out and doing things, checking with the health department. And they go, "Hey, yeah, all you need is a table as long as you got your sinks in there. We're okay with it." Kind of deal. There's those that happen. There's a gentleman in Washington. I don't know if you remembered him. He called in about a year ago. He did the exact same thing at a flea market. They let him use their um, commercial kitchen to be called as commissary, and he set up basically the same thing. And he didn't even have a steamer. He set it up with a turkey cooker. And it is doable. You can do this. And and it's not the best way to go about it. It's hard to look professional with a turkey cooker and some cardboard signs saying hot dogs. But it it's, it's another one of those deals. And I know method to the madness isn't the correct, and it may be, but it's not the one I'm looking for. Madness? Means to an ends, yes. That's it exactly, Jason. Gumption, hootspa. Exactly. And so those types of things, those are the people that will succeed even though they were given nothing. And I mean nothing. The other thing is is you can build a cart. There's many vendors that have built a cart. Obviously, I'd love it if you go to you know buildacart.com and get your course. But if you don't have the money, there's there's you can build a cart. If you have a, some of that knowledge... It's really not that hard. Get a steam table. Buy a steam table to use restaurant supply store or something like that, and you can end up with a business for less, and you can always improve later. I get these calls from time to time, and they go, Ben, what's your best cart? Well, there isn't a best cart. It's a best cart to suit your needs, but there isn't like – I don't have like a tier system. 
Well, they go, what's your most expensive? Well, why? Why Why do you need that cart? Um, you know, if if I can start out with 500 or 3,000, I choose the 500. That's what I'm going to choose every time because it's going to give me the fastest ROI, which is return on investment. And as soon as it's returning on its investment, I can then take profits and buy my next cart. I can buy a Cadillac cart later. I can buy a $60,000 concession trailer later. But it don't have to be today. I'm going to get there without spending that money or putting that much more pressure on my back. And so we all have pressure. We've all started this because we needed an income for our families so there's no sense in, in making it worse on ourselves or setting ourselves up to fail. So don't spend. If you can find a used cart, buy a used cart. Um, some of you I know, Jason in particular, may not agree with me, but I, I know that buying a used cart can sometimes be the difference between starting and not starting or succeeding and failing. So I'd rather you buy a used cart first if if you're on that verge. Um, But... Look on LearnHotDogs.com, find the article about what to look for when buying a used car. Make sure you follow those steps. You know, don't be like some of these guys that don't do it, and then they wind up coming back on the show or calling and saying, oh, man, you know, the propane tank fell out going down the road. Well, you know, told you not to buy that because it was Luan plywood. You know, right. Don't be that guy. Right. One of the other tricks you were when you were talking about the financial stuff, Ben, was the way that I finally stopped being the way I was. For two months, I took a little pad of paper, a little you know, a little line notebook pad, and I wrote down every penny I spent. And at the end of every month, when I would look at that, I was like, "Holy God! I should have just thrown it up in the air and just given it away." It was just, you know, you don't realize your Cokes, you know, just stopping at a gas station or something like that. And I was on the road driving a truck. And that's, you know, I realized, oh, my God, I'm spending how much money on food? Right. Instead of stopping at Walmart and buying a cooler that was 12-volt plug-in and go to the grocery store and do that. And that's how I got on my road to get out of it. And my inspiration was because I knew I was going to marry her, and I didn't want her to marry my debt. That was it. That was smart. And see, that took courage because it is a lot easier driving down the road. I can hardly pass by a Krispy Kreme or a Taco Bell without pulling in. My car pulls. Look at okay? me, brother. And <laughs> and so I was I was out of town today, and we were driving, and there's a Dunkin' Donuts next door to a Zaxby's next door to a Taco Bell. And I told my wife I could literally move right behind there in a cardboard box. <laughs> And now I'm on this special salad diet. I don't know if you can see it yet, but I've um making your hair grow. I, I definitely pick out rabbits quicker on the side of the road than I ever have. <laughs> so it's 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 one of those things that it's easy to fall into the trap where you think, Well, where would I save money? Well if you write down what you're spending daily, if you'll keep a daily log and you don't have to do this forever, write down for, for five days. What you spend, every dime, every time you whip out the debit card or pull out cash out of your pocket, write it down. And at the end of the day, tally it up. And at the end of five days, you will go, holy crap, Where here's where it went. It went to crap. Most of it crap you'll never get back. 
and there's no value to it at all. Um, I mean, there's a value to Krispy Kreme. I, you know, if it's Krispy Kreme or something like that, that's different. But the the other stuff, not so much. I do want to welcome. Um, um, let me let me finish this real quick. That that's basically it. There was nine nine ways to get started with little to no money. It's doable. It's been done. I hope that that helps you that are listening. Um, I would like to welcome Stephen to the show. Stephen, um, we can't see you, but we can hear you. You do have a pretty picture up, so we do have your face. <laughs> How uh, would you- can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. How are you? I'm doing good. Well, thanks for joining us. Did you have a question for us, or did you just want to join in and hang out with us? Either way is fine. I uh, I wanted to hang out, you know, just uh, good part of the show tonight. I, I love it. Trying to tap microphone, my headset. Well, you're you're coming through loud and clear, and I and I thank you for joining us here. Um, we're glad to have you. The I've got an email, and and this is similar to, eerily similar to a lot of them I get, and y'all are going to pick out on this, but I want you to listen along, and um, and I wish you had a ding, ding, ding bell or something when you hear something that that I <laughs> that I've that I've covered numerous times in videos and stuff. But sometimes the stuff, you know, it's hard for people a lot of times to go back through it all. They don't want to search eight hours of video to find the three answers to the questions they have. The crappy part about this is I haven't turned this into an encyclopedia yet. And so we we give out this information, and I may get calls tonight that answer a question I never, you know, that I didn't think of. And so it doesn't really, you know, it's not the gist of the show. Well, how would you find that? You wouldn't without listening to it or going to the show notes and stuff like that. Oh, so, Bubba and Brian, they'll search. There you go. <laughs> There's that bus again. <laughs> um, this one says, I, I'm, I'm starting a cart business in Wichita area. Um, as of right now, I'm pretty much figured out my menu costs and marketing strategy. I have not yet purchased a cart. Or a cheap van, I'll need to tow it around. Nor have I set up a commissary. That leads me to my first question. In Kansas, apparently, you can actually have a home commissary as long as it is not a, attached to the house or kitchen. The health department suggested setting up in my garage. Do you have any suggestions for equipment? Specifically, I will need a cutting work table, at least a double sink, and a source for hot water. Um, I know that I can go through a restaurant supply company and spend big bucks, but I don't want to. Um, I found an L5 at Amazon and was considering repurposing that for my hot water. This is where the inspector and I spoke, and he was a little fuzzy and indecisive. I just don't want to waste money. Have you worked with anyone out here that has a home set up? And if so, what route did they go? Um, this goes on and on, so I'm, I'm going to stop there and answer those questions. And if you all have any ideas for um, this person, then feel free to to chime in. Craigslist for the equipment. Craigslist for the used equipment? Yeah, for the sinks, that kind of stuff. I mean, I've got some killer deals when we set up our commissary. I mean, you know, I'm in a bigger setup that we're running out now to other vendors. But, uh, you know, you'd be amazed what you can find if you take your time and look. Well, heck, if for his hot water, you could use the, you know, hook the hose up to the water heater. It Ben sells. There's your hot water. Well, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the L5, we've got the L6, and, and you can have – the L5 will work just fine. The L6 will work just fine, and it's cheaper, and it does more water at a time. Um, Brian's got horns. Brian's horny. <laughs> so um, 
the other thing is 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 okay, you've got your equipment. Um I don't have anybody in that area that I can think of off the top of my head that can do this, but um Craigslist is the way you ask about do you have any suggestions or, or stuff? I would find out exactly what the health department requires. Make sure that you, before you install it, if they would do a courtesy visit and show you what they want or what they're looking for, or if they have a, draw, a drawing or a diagram that would help you, you're going to come out ahead without putting something in and then go, yeah, your hand sink is too close to your stainless steel prep table. I want you to move that across the room. And those things can get expensive, even though maybe a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks to move it. Who wants to spend the two hundred bucks when you have a Krispy Kreme in town? Um, can you tell I'm starving for starches? <laughs> Fried dough. Yes. America. Merkin. I saw a picture of the eagle the other day, and they had a mullet on his head, <laughs> and it and it said Merkin <laughs> Eagle. <laughs> okay, the next one. Um, same same person. Um, apparently, let's see. Second, what talking points have you found to be the best to convince a business to allow you on their property? Um, got to bring them some kind of value or something. Keeping employees there, bringing in traffic. It's got to be something. You are a marketing source. You you should attract people just by being there. If you're neat, clean, and set up nicely. There should be people stopping because you're there, or at the very least, you're making the shopping experience better. They can leave the store, grab a hot lunch at a good price, and leave. Wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, either you're bringing people in, you're keeping employees on site and on time, back to work, you know, something. It's got to be some type of added value. Well, I think, I mean, even Bubba, haven't you ran into that now with being at Menards? Like I say, you get, you know, the employees don't have to leave and stuff like that. Yeah, know, yeah, the, lunch. the employees love it because they don't have to leave, and we give them a deal because they've all liked the Facebook page, and they know if they just come up and say the phrase, they're getting a buck off the meal. So they're getting chip soda and dog for four bucks, but we switch up the menu enough during the day uh, during each other's day, so we've we've got the the employees coming on regularly. In fact, this Saturday we gave away five loyalty meals, you know, and it was all employees. So that was smart. It, um, he I goes. Mean, yeah, we're giving we're giving some stuff away and we're losing some some margin, but we're creating a, a, a loyalty to it, and that means more than anything in the long run. Exactly. He I love it. Do you use a frequent buyer card or anything like that? Yeah, that's what we have a we have a loyalty punch card, yep. and uh, we punch it every time. And uh, when they when they get to the the number five, here comes the freebie the next time around. And I I loved I loved collecting those cards on Saturday. It was great, you know, because uh, that you you got it. You've got you've got to think long term. You don't think okay, here's today. I'm usually thinking my it drives my nut. My wife's crazy. I'm I'm usually thinking six months to a year in advance, if not farther, where's this going to be and what's it going to take to get there? And I understand because I've, I've had three businesses in the beginning, you, you do lose some money in the short run, giving stuff away to get them loyal. Once they're loyal, you never give it away. You know, it's, it means, it means everything. And their word of mouth means everything much more so than Facebook, Twitter, or any of that stuff. 
So if we've got them telling friends, because we've also do that with the business cards, we give them three of the business cards. They write their names on the back. When we collect all three of those from somebody else that they gave them to, they get another free meal. Right. But that's three people that came in, and, and if they become repeat customers, they get the card, and then whammo, you know, it, it just grows it. So it's worth it to me. Absolutely. Hey, well, Jason, there was a question. I Let me block in here. There was a question from HD Ninja. He sent you a message on Facebook last week, and he wasn't sure if you'd had a chance to see it. So if you look at that, he's on the chat room. But if you had a chance to look at that. Give me a favor. Say back, ask him to resend it. Okay. This is um, Doug's Dogs. Um, I'm wearing his shirt today, thanks to him. And I met he and his beautiful wife in Sevierville last week. And this is his little card that he punches out. You buy 10 combos, you get one free. I don't know what happened to my video, but um, it disappeared on my end. But the the gist is, I hope everybody got to see that. That's his little punch card. And you could you could get that at um, Vistaprint cheap, you know, 250 oh, of them. Um, the other way of doing Vistaprint is just, you know, even in the beginning, if you don't have the money for business cards and frequent flyer cards, um, Basically, like you say, yeah, here's uh, here's our card, right? That's our business card. But see that line across there? Yep. yep. Everything below it, you just move it up and leave that bottom blank and then go buy yourself a punch. That's what we did. Yep. And that way, you know, you're not buying two sets of cards in the beginning. Later, you can get yourself a nice card strictly for the loyalty program. Yeah, our, our yeah. business card is Okay, um, I think this is the first time I've ever shown this, ever. That is my original hot dog um, card. It, you know, I, I found that um, picture online, and I thought I was original, and I've seen it about a million and a half times since with the dog inside the bun, but I put it on my card. It was Hillbilly Hot Dog and Sausages doing dogs right, and ask about catering, and you'll see my um, buy or eat 10 get one free punch card incorporated into my card like Jason's saying. And then on the back, I always take advantage of the back. It costs it very little more. And I put, thank you for your business, Ben and Sabrina Wilson. And that goes a long ways with yep. your customer. And so especially giving them free stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, see, that, that that's what ours is. And that there you see the start punch Yep. in there. And that says that has the Facebook thing, the email, the text us your order ahead. It's got everything on there. We only do five meal giveaway. We're foolish. No, we, do, we do five, get a free one. But like I said, it, it, in my mind, it works. And if I was the guy, I always put myself, if I was the guy standing on the other side of that table and with the money, wanting the dog, what would I think was just really cool and what would make me come back? That's that's how I think through it. Because well, I am loyalty. I buy I buy stuff. It's loyalty. If people know that they can get something for um for like let's say you're going out to eat and you know you've been to the hot dog vendor five times. Mine was basically the same thing, Bubba, because mine was five hot dogs. Or, or ten hot dogs, so five meals got them the the free one. So 
I'm going to have a loyalty to that vendor. You know, if it means driving another two blocks and passing Taco Bell and stuff to get me a, a, a fresh hot meal, and I know that, you know, my wife's going to eat free or one of the kids are going to eat free, I'm going to do it. It builds a rapport. And I know that's a little different for events and stuff, but a lot of vendors are doing this and building a social following like we talked about last week. Well, that's like because of our position where we're sitting in in the little city of Indianapolis, we really, I think you saw that post of mine where within a five-block radius, anywhere you go, we've got 10 national fast food chains and 20 restaurants all within five blocks of where we sit. So we, we're in competition with a lot of folk. So you got to do what you got to do to get it. And I did, it, it makes it funner because when we do have a good day, it's like I beat the big guys today. Ha! you know so it's it's a challenge well i want to i want to move on but we have some people that are waiting on hold and i'm going to go ahead and take them um before i finish this email and and then we'll come back to it if we have time let's see um give me just two seconds somebody's asking on facebook how to join us um foodvendor.tv to watch or join. you're quiet. Am I quiet? No, can't hear you. You can't hear me. Oh, now I can. Okay. I don't have a clue. I may have been too far from the mic. You can hear me? Yep, now I okay. can. Okay. Okay. So, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and take some calls from some vendors. Let's see here. I apologize. You having to wait? Area code 706, you are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hey, Ben, I like that shirt. Yeah, it's sexy, isn't it? I got a good friend down in yeah. Georgia. Hey. That uh, we do it good. I I finally got the cart back on the back working again uh, Friday night. Um, the only problem I had with it was uh, I had seven people in line at a time uh, for about two and a half hours. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't cook the food fast enough. And oh, uh, wow. but at, then Saturday I had a little bit more time so I could regulate the heat. But Friday night I had to just run it wide open as fast as I could. I think we did we did like six hundred in in two and a half hours. So oh my you know, god! I, yeah, <laughs> it was like please, they were having fireworks, and it was like please have the fireworks quick. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> And uh, but I actually uh, uh, did something that Jason does a lot. I actually ran out of buns, and uh, which is really different for me because I'd bought enough for to do two events, and because uh, I had an event, uh, an auction, uh, a steak sale Saturday, Saturday morning, and I was going to use those buns, so I had to go get some more that uh, Saturday morning before I did that event. But I just wanted to say hello and make sure y'all, you know, having fun. Well, I, I'm glad you did. Um, how have you liked that new setup so far? Uh, the kickstand I love. The uh, front wheel I'm kind of getting used to. It's um, it's kind of awkward for me, but, you know, it's just, it's just going to take a little getting used to that. The... Um, I haven't had any trouble out of the burners, and the burners actually get hotter quicker 
even though I got three burners instead of the two uh, IBTU ones, they they get hotter quicker. But I haven't uh, got real good at regulating them yet. I, I'm kind of like starting over. Uh, you know, <laughs> a vendor that's been doing this since 2009, and now I'm uh, you know trying to learn how to regulate my heat. So and seriously, you can't teach old dog new tricks. So you can. But uh, yeah, it's it, it it's getting better. I mean, it just it's going to take a couple more times because I haven't done uh, any of my street events. Because like, um, well, Friday night I did the fireworks. Saturday morning I did the um, estate sale. Saturday night I worked twelve hours at my regular job. So by Sunday morning I was kind of give out. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you did. You'll yeah. get used to those burners. Um, I know that when we first started making carts, um, we we used burners that were seventy five thousand BTU, and 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 you talking about heat and recovery, you could you could scream through some water. You could dump ice cold water in there every five minutes and have it boiling in, in minutes. It was awesome. But the problem is is that that too many people don't regulate that, or and they explode their hot dogs four minutes into it. And so we we ended up going with more burners with less BTU, and it does take yeah. some getting used to. I had to get used to the same thing. My my cart that's sitting here is um is three burners, and it it's a conversion. You know, I converted it yeah. over. It, it it did take some. It's taken some getting used to, but the the three burner system actually uh, to me seems like it gets hotter quicker. Uh, but it's harder for me to regulate because the burners are closer to the pans, and uh, it's just gotcha. something I've got to, I, you know, kind of got to get used to. But uh, all the improvements on the cart were just, I mean, fantastic. It's, uh, you know, it it got home and and I didn't actually mean to be as as busy as I was Friday night. Uh, I didn't actually expect to be the only food vendor for. Uh, for the whole city fireworks and I was the only food vendor and there was only two of us that were selling drinks and uh, oh. so <laughs> it was like, and it was a free event so you know everybody and their brother came out and then um, probably about 50% of the customers already knew me and were my regular customers anyway I had one of the lawyers came up and he had to stand in line for like five minutes to wait for me to cook him a sausage dog because I just couldn't couldn't cook them fast enough. And uh, but we we had a good time. It's you know all these people that say you can't do it can't never could do anything. And uh, you know you just got to take that that step. And and even if you start out with a used cart or or you know with a a, a used steam table. You know, or whatever you got to do to to do it. You know, you got to take that first step. Well, um, you're exactly right, but um, I, I appreciate you coming on and and always willing to help us, Mike. Yes, yeah. and, and you realize Jason is also has one of those t-shirts. So when you go to Pennsylvania, you can y'all can look like twins. <laughs> Who did this the worst thing of that deal? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get off this phone. I just wanted to holler at y'all, and y'all have so, a good night. Get us together. We're going to ruin your good name. 
<laughs> have a good one, Michael. Thanks for joining us. All right. Y'all have a good night. Bye-bye. You- Caller, um, last four of 3394, you are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hey, Ben, this is uh, Ben. Hey. Hey, I had a question. I see that you're a smoker also. I'm a smoker. Uh, I'm getting ready to go into the business. So uh, how do you go about doing that? I mean, like, uh, I know people despise smokers a lot. Um, a lot of people despise smoking uh, smokers. I never um, smoked out with, at my cart. Um, I would either find, you know, I'd move over to my vehicle and smoke, and, you know, we called it hot boxing in high school, you know, where you suck it so hard your fire on the end is, you know, like that that long. Um, so I, I don't think that you'll have any issue with it. Um, as long as you don't sit there and hold it and, you know, and make their hot dog. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I just had my issue of thinking of, you know, you walk away, you smoke your cigarette, you know, you're in the middle of your cigarette, somebody walks up and wants to buy a dog, you throw it out real quick, but you still have that, you know, the smell on you. Well, if somebody pulls up, I mean, you're you're going to have more of a hot dog smell than smoke, and so that that's not what they're going to notice. And if they're getting that close, they need to be tipping you. Um, but I would I would definitely, if they see you smoking, like you're standing back and you're smoking, I would always come up, wash your hands while you're greeting them, and and make it a point to do that. Otherwise, you could cause yourself. It, it just looks nasty as hell, and yeah. I. Would, yeah, that that was my main worry. Uh, you know, I, if we were back in the seventies and eighties, you know, with Mel's Diner, and you know, he's cooking scrambling eggs, and he fries up his damn eggs with ashes, and, and <laughs> it it wouldn't hurt anybody, but it sure looks like piss. Put your hands in front of him; it'll mean everything to him, and then it'll be like, okay, it's all cool. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking down here at the beach, but, you know, I, I got the enclosed card, so I'll step outside to have a cigarette and whatnot. But it's, you can't smoke on the beach, so they all come out there by where I'm at to have their cigarettes. So I figured I'm just joining in with them. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was my only question. I was wondering, I, I didn't want, I wondered if maybe you put on a patch for when you went out and worked or whatever, or. Oh. No. No, if, I, if I put on a patch, I'm still smoking. <laughs> That's a man right there, boy. Oh. <laughs> I'm, de- I'm devoted. Um, <laughs> the um, I see we have, I see we have Kyle Phillips on 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 air with us. Um, Kyle, how are you tonight? Can you see us? Hear us? Kyle, can you hear me? Hey, Kyle. I don't know if he can hear us. Um. Let me try something. I'll do what I did with Jason. He's still got Street Vendor on. He needs to mute it. And put yeah. It on. Kyle, if you can hear us, um, if if you have the live feed going, just turn it off. You know, mute it. And you can leave it up, but there is a delay. I'm going to see if I can. Okay. Can... Let me try something. I can hear you. Okay. Kyle can hear us. How are you, Kyle? Yeah. Kyle, if you can hear us, um, if if you have the okay. live feed going, just turn it off. You know, mute it. 
and you can leave it up, but there is a delay. Let's see if I can. Okay. Did we lose one? Okay. He's, uh, he's listening to the street vendor side. Okay. I'm. I'm. I went over and um. Did you get us muted, Kyle? Now you have muted now, Ben. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can no. hear you. How are you, Kyle? Hey, Steven, we're getting a lot of feedback off of yours, too. Okay, I'm, I'm, I went over and, uh, did you get us muted? Okay, I, I'm just, I just muted those. Um, if you're listening in and you're watching the live feed um, over at streetfoodvendor.tv, mute it. Otherwise, it's about 30 seconds behind us, and so you're better off if you're joining us live you got a separate link, and that is live. We can we can all sit here and talk to each other. But if you have that other feed up, you're going to get this. We're going to hear everything twice. And I like hearing myself, but um, not twice. Not twice. <laughs> <laughs> Some things are worth saying twice, but <laughs> um, caller area code two four. I mean, not area code. Last four two four seven four. This is Ben. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey Ben. Hey Jason. How you guys doing? Doing great. Is hey, this is Roxanne from Mountain, Colorado. All right. Yeah. So go ahead and give us an update. Uh, just been, uh, you know, I kind of had to take a week off. I kind of burned myself out there for a little bit. Still working a full time job and trying to do the cart like five days a week. So I took I took Fourth of July off, which was actually a great. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear. Yeah. Now we can. Okay. So, Roxanne, you yeah. took off the 4th of July? Yeah, well, I work out at the scale, so they were off. So I took, we had some family coming out, so I took a little mini week off and went back out and hit it. But uh been just kind of chugging along. Nothing, you know, no stellar sales. I'm not having $600 two and a half hours, which will be sweet, but making a living on it, so that's cool. That's good. Um, the one... You what? Still out at the truck scale? Yep, yep. Still with those truckers. Okay. They uh yeah, they were like, Where were you last week? You know, if you if you miss one day they start worrying about you or something, so it's pretty funny. <laughs> hey Roxanne? Yeah. So this, this is Bubba. Are you are you at a scale on the highway or at the scale at a truck stop? I'm at um the steel mill, the scale at the steel mill within the steel mill. Oh, so. Steel mill, okay. I got you. Yeah, so I'm like on private property because. Well, that's that's. You know, is that working out yeah. pretty good? Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's good. It's not it's not great by any means, but it's a safe place, and I like I like the customers and two and a half hours in and out, you know. So it works for me. So. Well, good. I did have a on Wednesday. I was uh, I wanted to. Tell people, you know, you, you check your tire pressure and you check your lug nuts and stuff. And uh, I went to, uh, we we're going down the scales on Wednesday, and it felt like my cart jerked a little bit on the truck. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I stopped up the light, and then I started to pull away, and I saw my cart like pull, like ram into the back of my truck. Um, the bolt that holds down your uh, your hitch mechanism, your locking mechanism, the nut fell off yeah. there, so the whole bolt fell out. And it was, 
truck. It came loose in my truck, so. I like we didn't make it out that day. Put a half hours in and out, you know. Now I have a feedback on this end. That's weird. I did that. I did that one day. I drove all the way home from Menards, which is about ten miles. And when I got home, I go to take the cart off the back. I never locked it down. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, I, I trust me, that will never ever happen again. I was lucky because I went over a couple railroad tracks. I always slow up for them because the thing will launch in the air, anyways. But yeah. when I got home, I was like, that will never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> so I had it. I had it locked on there, but the nut fell off, and so the whole damn thing, you know, bounced off. So I have a big dent in the front end of my cart now, but yeah. I'm not too worried about that. I can fix that. So. But. Well, Roxanne, are you trying some different things to increase your volume? Are you doing anything new to, like, e- um, even new locations? You know, I. I really, this is really a part-time gig for me. I mean, I have a full-time job. It's kind of replacing a income we lost at the house. So I understand. Um, you know, so I, I can't. I mean, I, I did it. I worked. <laughs> I worked like 21 days straight and had like two days off. And, you know, I might as well. Yeah, that'll burn you out. Worth anything. Yeah. So. Jason doesn't know anything about that. Exactly. Well, I, I tend to. Yeah, I work night shift, and I don't get enough sleep, and it tends to make everybody crabby, especially me. But so, right. So it, it's really just a part time, you know, supplement the income, pay pay some bills that aren't getting paid and stuff. So, but we are going to do um, start doing breakfast two days a week coming this week. So just do something simple: cinnamon rolls, biscuits, or uh, cinnamon rolls and uh, breakfast burritos. So. Because there's a lot of those guys out there that come in the night before and get stuck there overnight and have no food or anything. So we're going to see how that goes for about a couple weeks and see if it's worth it or not. Well, good. I'm glad yeah. you're still at it. What's that? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm struggling. You do biscuits and gravy. What? Yeah, cut the biscuits, throw them in a number three uh, fry boat, pop the gravy yep. on top, get them pork. Um, nice, easy breakfast. Thing and doing biscuits and gravy, or even just uh, biscuits and gravy, definitely. Um, you know, do the pancake mix, put the grill on there. You could throw throw your hot ones in your steam table there too. So, and pancakes are you know cheaper than biscuits and gravy actually with the sausage and everything. So, oh yeah. But we're we're gonna try that. You know, when we're out there for two days, instead of being out there for two and a half hours, we'll just be out there for like right. maybe six and see if it if it pays for itself or not. You know, so. But yeah, did, I'm, I'm not looking for new locations or anything. We did pancakes this Saturday, and they hold very well in the steam table, especially if you put some foil down to block a large portion of the steam that would pretty much melt them down. And right. uh, we didn't have that many customers for breakfast. Menards told us it would be jam-packed, and it wasn't. But the few that ate it, that had uh, my wife's pancakes were just they were like, wow, how this is on a cart? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's on a cart. So they, it will work. Just put foil down your steam table to block a lot of the steam. Okay, yeah. That's uh, and did you just use like syrup bottles, or did you put hot syrup on your cart? Say that again. What? Did you just like use 
syrup in the bottles on the table, or did you put hot syrup on your cart? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no, we just left syrup on the table because the sun was okay. out. It was it was warming up anyways, and <clears throat> I didn't yeah. really want to put hot syrup on the the cart okay. just for the sake of trying to find the right size to do it and all that other stuff. And, yeah, you know, yeah. the, yeah. the pancakes come out of that steam table. They've been holding. They're pretty hot, so you might want <laughs> the the cooler maple syrup. Yeah, that's true. Butter melts real fast. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. no, yeah. we're we're having fun. I mean, it's it's a good job, you know. It's uh, you get better at it as longer you go, and then you know you <laughs> you're getting ready to go to work and you lose your cart. And so it's just every day is a new challenge sometimes, but it's all fun. So as long as you're having nice fun, come home with, yeah, nice to come home with money in your pocket every day too. So that's a good thing. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. The fun, even more fun. <laughs> if you're not doing that, you're doing something way wrong. So. But anyway, I just want to check in with you guys, say hey to your band, Jason, and uh, nice meeting you, Bubba, and uh, I'll uh, keep listening, okay? I appreciate it. I'm glad you, you, Hi, I'm glad you came. Nice to meet you too, Roxanne. Nice to meet you guys. All right. Bye. Bye, Roxanne. Have a good night, Roxanne. All right, Kyle, can you hear me? Let me let me see. I don't have you muted. Um, now it says you muted him. Okay. Now now, can he's still muted? Uh, hey Kyle, Kyle, put your cursor over your face, and you'll see a little microphone come up. It might you might have muted yourself. Yeah, I can hear you now. Miami. You me? Yes, sir. How are you tonight, Kyle? I am wonderful. Yourself? Doing wonderful. Well, did you have any questions for us, or did you just want to hang out and join the show? Uh, no questions yet. Just, right. uh, just learning. Well, just feel free to jump in anytime you want. Will do. All right. Caller, um, i tell you what. Caller um, 9555, if you'll hang on just a second, I'll be back with you, and we'll, um, we'll take any questions calls or questions hot dog saved my life the book everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't available at benscarts.com forward slash book why spend 100 or more dollars when you can get it all for less than 30 bucks benscarts.com forward slash book get it Read it and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Benscarts.com forward slash book. It's Sunday night and you're listening to the all new HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio Show with Ben. Call in at 424-258-9364. Press 1 to go live and ask Ben a question. You wanted the best? You got it. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I hold on so nervously. This is Slick Willie Johnson from New York, and you'll be grooving live with the Hot Dog and the Man on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Come on, y'all, let's take a ride. Got a question about hot baby buns? Call Ben at 424-258-9364 for the latest tips and tricks in the world of wieners. That's 424 424- 
1-800-258-9364. Press 1 to talk live. One-on-one to Ben. Sunday night, 8.30, Eastern Standard Time. HDVR. Hot. Steamy Barnes. Hey folks, thanks for joining us. You're listening live to streetfoodvendor.tv and Hot Dog Vendor Radio. We are live on the air, got lots of guests and lots of people listening tonight. I think this is the busiest night in our history as far as a number of people listening. Um, caller with the last four of 9555, you are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey, Ben, this is Jimmy's Hot Dog Man in Maryland. How you doing? Man, you know what I was thinking about you today? How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing wonderful, man. A lot has happened since I've been on the air a couple of weeks, man. I've been on a roll. Just come on to ask a question and share a whole lot of stuff with people that might want a few ideas to, to help their business grow. I'd love it. Go ahead and shoot. All right, 4th of July fireworks. Did funnel cake for the first time. Small investment of $250. Turns seven hundred bucks in less than an hour and a half. So oh, it's something you, can, you want to consider adding to your for events only. I suggest not doing it during your regular vending. But you got an event and you know a teenage son or daughter wants to make a quick hundred fifty bucks. Funnel cakes is the way to go. Unreal. Doing um already fried, Jimmy, or are we frying them on site? No, do, don't do the frozen. They don't taste as good. Uh, Restaurant Depot's got an excellent batter. costs about $7.40 a bag, and you get 36 funnel cakes out of it. At $5 a whop, you can probably do the math. But the batter is carnival uh, quality batter. It's real sweet, uh, real easy to mix. Just mix it with water. All the eggs and stuff is in there. Virtually, you go to a uh, restaurant equipment store to buy the propane stand. In a big pot, you can do about three funnel cakes at, at one time. Confection of sugar, the mold, and you're in business, man. It didn't take much. It took me about $250 for the equipment, and it's already paid for itself in one hour. You know, I should make this number 10 on the list, but there are some vendors that have gotten started in the business by doing things that were legal without health department approval and cost less to get in. Um, Rob, one of our vendors that used to come on the show a lot about a year ago, he um, found out that in North Carolina, a vendor didn't have to have a license through the health department, just a business license is all he needed, a regular, normal $35 business license, and he could set up on on property that he had permission and do funnel cakes. Yeah, I mean, pretty much it's the same thing in this area. You can start off with cotton candy, lemonade, funnel cakes, and ice cream with just a temporary uh, permit. You don't need a food handler's license or food safety managers to do those. It's when you get in the hazardous two and the class hazard three section that is highly regulated. The uh, All those are considered class one. I tell you, man, I, I just tell you, there's just so many things. Here's another example. 
Restaurant Depot's got a three uh gallon freezer that you can buy for eighty nine bucks. I bought it the other day, tried it yesterday at the event and knocked it out the park. And what it is, you put it in your freezer for eight hours and there's a gel inside the walls of this freezer. You take a three gallon container of vanilla ice cream, put it in there and hose it at forty degrees for eight hours. And you can sell one scoop. I mean, I sell I sold one scoop for a dollar, two scoops for four dollars, man. I tell you, that thing was empty by the end of the day. What is this? Where? Tell us again where to get this. You said Lowe's. The Restaurant Depot is selling what they call a ice cream freezer, and it's the wow. same size as a three gallon uh, container of ice cream. You put it in your regular freezer overnight for eight hours. There's a gel inside the wall, so you don't need any electricity or anything like that. And what happens is the gel freezes in that wall, and then you just pop a three-gallon container of ice cream in there or less. You can put a gallon container in there, and you just scoop ice cream all day long. It keeps it cold for uh, up to eight hours, eight to ten hours. Now, your, uh, your health department doesn't make you have a water bath for the scooper? Uh, no, because uh, it was NFS scooper. You know, I had the little uh, milkshake container you can buy for three dollars to put cold water in there to keep rinsing your scoop and help. help. I did it yesterday, and it was ninety-eight degrees here in D.C. Maryland area. And the health inspector came up, inspected me, and told me have a nice day. So I was completely legal. Wow. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, just something, something you can add to your business, you know, when you're doing events or, or you know, like I'm going out to my regular spend, vending spot tomorrow uh, since I bought this thing on Friday, and I'm going to try it with a one-gallon container and see how they like it and sell one scoop for two bucks. I mean, a gallon costs you about six bucks. So, I mean, you can probably make $40 off of one gallon, you know. That's just a quick wow. idea that you don't need a whole lot of equipment and extra people to do while you're serving dogs, you know. Could could you hold like uh, like ice cream or popsicles on a stick in that thing? You could, but it's really designed for a three gallon container to fit down there snugly. Uh, the gel, I don't know how it would do with popsicles, but uh, you can get a for popsicles. You can do a small cooler with dry ice in there, if you will, for popsicles. That's pretty easy. I mean, I had a, they have a Italian ice they sell, a little push-up Italian ice. I did those and put them in my regular fridge that Ben put on my cart, and that did pretty well. But if you don't keep your refrigerator frozen, they'll tend to melt quicker and turn slushy. So that's the key. you got to keep that refrigerator pretty cold. Right. But, um, you know, the other thing is lemonade, too. I know, Ben, I told you last conversation we had, Lemons are about thirty bucks a crate in this area. You said, "Geez, <laughs> well, they are pretty expensive here. Even on the farms, they're about twenty-three, twenty-five dollars a crate." Right. So I told you, you know, I've been doing pretty good with that. Simply lemonade is a trick for the vendors if they don't want to squeeze lemons and mix sugar, get that right tartness to sweetness mixture. Go to Sam's Club and get the Simply Lemonade. It's three eighty-eight for a gallon, or it's two uh, half-gallon bottles. Pour it in there, and you can. Yeah, you know, that's another quick five or six hundred bucks off of lemonade yesterday. Ten gallons went in three hours. Oh my gosh! There but, you go. Yeah. So uh, just some things you can, you know. We don't friendship. Yeah, you can help um, just to enhance your business. Another thing you can do. I don't know if you have a readers in your area, but readers will sell you their Italian ices by the five gallon bucket. And if you got a 
son or daughter you're trying to bring along in the business to get them, get them, you know, going and interested, you can buy three three of those containers of Rita's, and Rita's sell out just like that. I mean, Rita's Italian ice and soft custard is is, is a booming business hey, in this hey, area. We're going to talk about getting you on a chill trip down there. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, with the Rita's, all you need is a table, some cups, you know, and some scoopers, and you're in business. I mean, that's just a simple setup for anybody who wants, like you said, Ben, quick starters to get into the business, make some money where they, where they can buy a hot dog cart. You know what I mean? Yeah, but see, I mean, when you want a chill trade, Jimmy, you're going to have a freezer and a refrigerator. So depending on what you're doing with an event, you can either run it as a fridge or a freezer, and you got solar panel on the roof. Yeah. But the Reader's company came out there yesterday and they had those five gallon containers you buy at Home Depot, the orange ones, and they had their Italian ice down in those containers. And I mean, they rocked and rolled with just that. They didn't have anything. Maybe they might have some gel packs around it, the containers to keep them cold. Yeah. But you know, the people out here, I know Ben, you talk about all the time people that. Right can be at a much higher temperature where your hard ice cream needs to be at about 10. Um, right. It needs to be about 30 because you're actually turning that because the water ice, the flavor actually goes from the top to the bottom. So you actually have to churn it to bring the bottom back to the top and then smooth it out. Yeah. I mean, you know, for any of these vendors out there, I know you get these questions all the time. How do I get in the business? I don't have any money to start up. Well, these are just quick hitters. There's an example. Uh, I was at an event three weeks ago, and the lady, all she did was funnel cakes. No toppings, just powdered sugar, and she was charging five bucks. It was an eight-hour event. At the end of the day, she made $1,200, and that's no joke. And she was just doing it by herself with no help. So, I mean, the other thing you do, Jim, with those funnel cakes is pie topping, you know, peach, apple, cherry, blueberry, Chocolate, whipped cream, all easy stuff, cheap stuff, but you can, you know, upcharge for it. Yeah, yeah, you can add a dollar. I mean, with my uh, lemon, my lemonade, I took, a, I bought a half a gallon of syrup, strawberry syrup from Restaurant Depot, mixed it with the right water concentrate, brought a bag of frozen strawberries, poured the strawberries in there, and then if they wanted strawberry lemonade, I just took a scoop of that mixture, poured it in the glass, and charged two dollars more. Yeah. With strawberry lemonade, yeah, it really worked. It was a big hit. So, just a few things I wanted to share with you guys. Well, you know, I'm glad you did because that, that's a huge deal to be able to one start. Um, I'm glad you called in, Jimmy, because it reminded me about starting in when you have um, you, you can't do a cart, and you could do a funnel cake, or you could do ice cream, or you could. You can go to Jason. Yeah, you can go to Jason and get an ice cream bike. Um, he even has some older models, which get a cheaper, and and get started at least. Um, you so, got John Cavanaugh financing too. Exactly. Talk about him. Yeah, that's because you brought that up, Ben. Because in this area, one of the jurisdictions that I've been in, the only person that can set up on the street at all is an ice cream vendor. No food trucks are allowed to vend Monday through Friday, just special events only, except ice cream. So if you have one of those ice cream push trucks, and people might, might want to check this in their jurisdiction about the certain laws about street vending, you know, they call it right away or, or whatever, or corner or whatever vending. You only can do ice cream trucks. So, really, I can go in there with that little ice, ice cream thing and, and establish a route without any 
um, father from the health department. Yep. Right. That's one of the one of the benefits of it. It's you know you're selling novelty or prepackaged stuff, so you know no commissary needed, no hand sink. You know the markups are great on the ice cream. You know even if somebody else is doing ice cream, this this kind of weather you could run around and just do water out of it, run it as as a refrigerator. And, you know I ran into the guy. Yeah, speaking about that, I ran to a guy at the beginning of the summer. He had a little shopping cart, you know, the kind you see the old lady pull around, the little wire two-wheeler. And inside that shopping cart, he had a cooler, and he had one three-gallon container of Italian ice. And he had these little two-ounce cups and was selling a dollar scoop, just walking around the street and just selling Italian ice. So, I mean, there's many ways for vendors to get started in his business, work their way up to a hot dog. Vince saw a guy with a shopping cart from a grocery store, one of the metal shopping carts. Exactly. That's what it was. He had plywood with a stack of pretzels. And then he had a hibachi running in the front of the cart, and he'd take pretzels and put it on the grill. People were wow. buying it out, and it tasted like crap. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Start the grill. <laughs> Wow. Hey, Ben, I had a question for you before I go. I don't want to take up all the time. I sent you an email trying to get that uh, contract from uh, Smoking Hot Hot Dogs, and I got a return message from you saying that it would, the uh, PDF or the file would follow for me to download and never came through because I got a customer that wants a contract for September. Okay. Um, and how could I access that? Well, I tell you what, Jimmy, if you'll email me again um at, at Ben at Ben's com. I don't know where you were sending it you but um it may have not have been me that answers it. I've got a a daughter now that's trying to help me answer emails. And so okay. if she sees that it's something you know, I've given her all these common, you know, replies and that may have been what happened. Um if you'll just email me tonight I'll make sure to check it, and I'll send you a direct download link. Hey, is okay, she pre- Do what? Is she reading the tips off tonight? Yeah, no, she she didn't want to do the tips tonight. That that ah. is, that's a different daughter doing the uh, some of my emails, yeah. but Kaylee that did the um, the tips last week. She she wanted to um, she wanted to go to the skating rink tonight, and so she went to the skating rink. Her older brother took her. You got yourself a whole workforce there, Ben. If I could get them to do a damn thing, it'd be good. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy, I apologize. I just didn't catch it. And had I caught it, I'd That's all right. I followed the way you had it formatted. Yeah. I I followed the instructions by giving her a like on her Facebook page, and then I went to the uh, store and clicked on vendor forms and then came up and told me what to do. That's the one I followed, so. Okay. I got a reply from you saying that I could download the PDF right now, but when I it, it wouldn't let me click on it, so okay. I don't know what happened. But Just um, send me something and I'll I'll get it get you a different link. It was probably Bubba's fault. We'll just deduct it from his paycheck this week. No problem, Jimmy. Don't don't worry about it. We'll get it out. <laughs> I'm, at it. Hey. I'm independently. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. There's a funny, funny thing that happened this week, and here's a great story. My wife, we're sitting there Saturday, and it's slowing down. It's around 3 o'clock or so, and it's starting to slow down. She says, you know, I've only had one dream in my life, to have a roof over my head, food to eat, and clothes on my back. I never wanted to be rich. And I went, well, sweetie, you're living the dream. 
<laughs> hey, Ben, a quick follow-up to the uh, 501c3s. You told me to investigate that. Yes, you can. Get under a charity, charity certificate and be a part of that charity. They call them sub-charities. Right. So vendors need to check their local jurisdiction laws about that. All you got to do is go down to the environmental health or the department that issues the license, and they will tell you if you can come under another charity. And usually what you do is, once that a charity agrees to allow you under their certificate, you bring a copy of that certificate to the health department, and they will give you a non-exempt status, which means some jurisdictions will give you your license for free or at a deuce rate and let you set up in places where they don't let anybody else set up at. So I would encourage vendors to check their local laws for their health department or the ones that issue the license the zoning department or whatever. So what I'm working on a charity now. If I can get this license, I can get my license free for the whole year. Oh, wow. That will be fantastic. Yeah, so I, I, you know, we're, I know we're all in different states and different jurisdictions. And I'll give you an example. There, uh, in Maryland, you know, we're broken down all these counties. Well, Carroll County, I had a vendor yesterday that was doing just potato chips and soda at this event, and she wanted to get in the hot dog business. They turned her hot dog cart down because she didn't have commercial burners. She didn't have the, she had those rails that you see in a regular gas grill, the long kind. So she took a picture of my car and I gave you her web, her, your website, so she could contact you about commercial burners. So I don't know, I think this county, there's no hot dog vendors at all in this county anywhere. So I think at first, they were telling her that she couldn't, that she had too many pans, and now it's the wrong burner. So I think they're just screwing with her to keep her from setting up. You know. Well, it, it probably is, but I do know some manufacturers. I know two manufacturers that use those cheap um, burners, like out of you know, you know, like a Walmart grill. You just go get the little their fake stainless steel, um, and they they put those in that. But she, it shouldn't stop her because having a commercial burner or a residential burner shouldn't matter, and it's probably not in the code. You ought to send her to the link, learnhotdogs.com forward slash liar. And it's okay. the article called, If Their Lips Are Moving, They're Lying. And, right. and usually if so you ask... See it in writing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See it in writing. Is the, is the, that's the gist of the article because um, it probably doesn't exist. Just tell her to play really stupid and just say, listen, I want to make sure I'm following this, you know, the right way and get the right burners. Can you show me in the SOP what the description is on the burner so I can make sure I meet all your requirements? And when they can't show it to you, then you can question as to why these burners don't, you know, me. don't work for them. Right. Usually yeah, it's I'll do that. I'll give her a tip. And it's bullshit. Yeah, I, well, that's why I told her. I told her they're screwing with you. They, they don't want you to step in the county. You know, I, I'm still. Well, I'm, I think you know when I first got in the business last season, I was battling this one county about the card not being NFF, and they said yep. that I couldn't get a license and all that. And they're still holding up that stand. They, you know, their premise is, you know, well, the state may say this, but we're allowed to be more stringent than the state. So this is our rule and regulation. There's nothing you can do about it. Virtually is what they're saying. Yeah, but, but Jimmy, you can go back on them because NSF or NSF is not allowed to certify a cart. Uh, that's true. Yeah, Ben and I went back and forth and sent them the regulations that we had. I mean, we went back and forth with these people, and they were really they're really being stubborn about it. And I, you know, I mean, 
If I, I was coming in with a trailer, it could be made out of plywood and they would approve it. Because it's an open cart and it's not NFS certified uh, stainless steel, they will not approve my cart. So it, it is just stubbornness on their part and they will not, you know, uh, relinquish. So. You know, that almost can't. be worth the call to IJ just to irritate them. Yeah. I thought about buying one of Ben's the little dog cars with the bicycle wheels on it because the county next to me, uh, well, it's a city, really. They have a big town center and a big courthouse, and they make you move from every hour from block to block, and you cannot return to the same block in the same day. Good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Must move. So, cannot you know that's be located in the same challenged block. in federal court and lost. Really? Yeah, that's it. Law. It's a violation of your bill of rights. Sure it is. Um, they they cannot do it. It's your right to work, and they they create these fake ass um, restrictions that they put on you that you have to move every fifteen minutes, or you can never be still unless there's an active customer at your cart, and those are illegal. And every time they've been challenged, they've lost. And usually the city will back down before it ever goes to court. But it has been to federal court. And Institute for Justice is the one that took them there. Wow. Yeah. This place is a gold mine, too. There's no food vendors at all in this jurisdiction. And, um, you know, it's a small gold mine. If been call the IJ, Yeah, I'd call Institute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I have – it's a ton of restaurants. What it is is a big town center with a movie house, movie theater and courthouses all centered around that. It's got a ton of restaurants. Everything's Chick-fil-A, the Five Belly. And these restaurant owners are buddy buddy with the city manager and the mayor. So, you know, it's uh, I I went around and around with them too. <laughs> but by the same token, you know, the, the jurisdiction I'm in is very lenient. All they require me to do is have a county license, and they give me a city license, sight unseen, no inspection of the car, nothing like that. And I even do burgers now on my uh, grill, the grill that you gave me. Wow. So good for you. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I guess, you know, one way is, is bad, the other way is good. What could you say? <laughs> I, I know, I learned from Ben, if you keep, if you, you don't take the first no you hear, you keep pushing, and you keep prodding, you'll, you'll eventually get there. That's true. Yep. Hey, Jimmy, are you still on schedule to do that event for Tecla for me? Yeah, that's the one I need the contract for. Uh, Tecla's uh, took. I had sent them two menus, and they chose the first menu, which is uh, which is regular dogs, Nathan's, and and uh, um, spicy half smokes, drinks, and chips. Uh, all you can eat for four hours. So they, but they want a contract, and that's the final phase. So once I get this contract to them, uh, they're going to sign it and email it back to me, and we're set for September. All right. Well, if you need me, just call me. I sure will. I might have to get one of them solar bicycle uh, car, ice cream cars for me. I was, <laughs> I was wondering, can you can you make me a solar panel for my hot dog cart so I can keep my freezer running without using a generator? Yep. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah, it runs it runs off the of solar, and if there's no solar or no sun, you know, even on a cloudy day, you're going to get some activity out of the solar panel, but you have the backup of the two batteries. You get almost so 20 you mean, run just out of the battery. So, you know, you're so good you for mean the, 
you know, or an event you like mean, that. Yeah, so you mean to tell me I can put that on the top of my bread box on my hot dog cart and run my freezer off of it? Mm-hmm. Well, you'd have to dismantle and take it apart. I mean, you get the solar, you know, controller and all that kind of stuff wired up. I mean, give me a call this week. We can try and work something out for you. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, yeah, I'm going to have to call you about that one because, uh, you know, yeah, i, I got to use it. You know, this kind of weather, I got to, you know, I'm using about a, almost a gallon of gas to take, keeping my freezer, you know, my food cold, so. Man, what, what kind of generator are you running? I got a little Honeywell 20, 2200, um, small portable one. It's pretty good. Yeah. I do, uh, mine runs four hours a day, and I do about seven gallons a week. Yeah, that's about right. Well, I don't. I do less than seven. I'm using about three. But, but I, I, I thought about your ice cream card. I said, well, that, if you can do solar power for that, maybe you can do put it on the hot dog. There you go, Ben. There's a new accessory for you: solar panels for your hot dog card. We've we've actually got a blog article about that um, with pictures of a guy that did that, and he runs everything off solar power. Um, well, he backs up everything with solar power. To an inverter. Doesn't Brian run solar? I think I, Brian runs yeah, solar. Yeah, I think Brian has solar, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'll call you, uh, Jason. We'll talk about that, man, because I don't know what it takes to how many pounds you need, to, uh, you know, to run something like that. But uh, I would definitely be interested in adding to my carts because, yeah, we'll you know, get you I got one. thing for the dogs on, uh, in September or something. You know, if you need, need it for a day or something, we'll figure something out. I'll have Bubba yeah, come out yeah. here. He can tow it down for you and set it up and hang around and drive it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can put it on the back of my motorcycle and tow it up there. See, there you go. Well, see, Bubba's wife now knows how to run a car, so Bubba got all kinds of free time now. Yeah, I'm just loaded with it. <laughs> just hey, hey, hey. It doesn't... <laughs> I tell you another thing I'm working on, Ben, is working on getting a beer license to serve these hot dogs, man. These motorcycle shows are phenomenal and they drink beer like crazy. So if you, you know, can get Pocono, a license Pocono does good with that. Pocono hot dogs. You oh, ought really? to holler at him. He's on Facebook and um yeah. and he's even got a keg strapped to his cart for his golf course events. That's what I was thinking. You know, one keg and a tub of ice, man, and you can roll all day. Beers and hot dog go together like pizza and Pepperoni, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking into that too. Right, insurance rider. Yep. What's the name of it? Did they ask me that? Yeah, I mean, I did a, I did a bicycle, uh, motorcycle show yesterday. Set up at ten o'clock, one thirty. I was sold out. There you go. And that was over two hundred meals. So. And what what I loved about Pocono, he was on the show about a year and a half ago, and he's been vending for t- over twenty years. And this man, he he doesn't ask for permission. He goes to a golf course, and on certain days, and he's got the beer keg and everything, and he's licensed, but he has no permission to be there. But he's been there so long, everybody thinks he's supposed to be there. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, we got a ton of golf courses around here. Matter of fact, we got Congressional where Tiger Woods has his tournament at. So yeah, we got a ton of golf courses around here. I'm gonna have to try to just show up. Start selling hot dogs, huh? Yeah, he's, he, he's... They make that Cushman cart with the drink well and steam table and all that, you know? 
Yeah, we did one for a customer. They sent us an old Cushman cart, and we modified it with all the stuff. Yeah, that's great. Davidson that John Izzo does, that right where they put the push cart on the back of it. Yeah. Seen that. So you got to get that done and then haul a big dog with the cart, with the trike. Let's put Bubba on that. Why not? Bubba, get on that. I'm on it. <laughs> Well, folks, we gotta we gotta get going. We've got a, a whole bunch of tips that were sent in this week, and uh, Jimmy, you're welcome to stay on if you think of anything else. Jump right in there. Um, okay. But we've got a ton of tips that came through this week. But I do want to finish the questions if I can find what I did with them. Um, the the gentleman that emailed, I want to run through these real quick. He says third for electricity. I was thinking of a deep cell marine battery. He asked me what kind. I don't have a kind that I would recommend unless one of y'all do. Um, just any deep cell yeah, battery. Drawing and what the inverter is, you know. Yeah, and and some inverters, you know, the smart inverters that it doesn't really matter what you hook to it; it can figure out and change the amperage requirements based on what its draw is. Um, do you use a cash register? Um, we've talked about this before on the show. If you look up SalesView, S A L E S V U, it is phenomenal, and I use it. And Jason uses it, and I don't know who else uses it, but Corey's getting ready to switch. I think it is it is fantastic, and you can do it on your iPod, iPhone, iPad, um, iPod. Yeah, it just it. doesn't matter if it has an I in the front of it. It'll work on it, and it is free. It'll work on the Android too, Ben. Yeah, it'll work on the Android now. They added that, and I haven't seen that on an Android, but it's all the same software, and it's free software. Better than a cash register. It's smarter than a cash register, and it will keep up all your books, and it's made for vendors. It's made for food industry. You can't get a better piece of software, and it's free. So I don't – I tell you what, if you try it and don't like it, I'll give you your money back. Um, What's the name of that again, Ben? It's from Bubba's paycheck. Salesview, S-A-L-E-S-V-U. Yeah, there's no catches or gimmicks, Bubba. It's 100% free software. You can download it on iTunes. Um, S-A-L-E-S-V-U. Hey, Bob, I did a special this week you might like. I did uh, buy the first dog for the cost of two. You get the second one absolutely free. I saw that, and I, I started laughing down here so hard in the basement. My wife goes, what the heck is going on? I go, Jason just got it. And I, I told her to her, and she goes, well, that doesn't sound like a deal at all. I go, yes, it is. It's a great deal. Well, one of one of my customers gave me an idea. We're going to do twenty percent off your change or no change Friday. <laughs> no change Friday. I was I was an asshole this week. I had a lady call me and and she was asking me question after question. And I was patient and I answered them. And all of it was there on the free training videos. The first six would have given her every answer she wanted. And she told me her computer was broke. I read, broke I read and, everything on your website, but can you answer this for me? Do y'all sell hot dog cart, right? Yeah. And and I was I was going nuts, you know. And well, anyway, we hung up, and she called right back. And she goes, I forgot to ask you this, you know. Do you sell carts or whatever it was? And and I said, I tell you what, I said. She goes, I saw that you did, um, you know, personal like consultation. And she goes. I'd like to do that, and and I said, well, here's the link, and well, my internet's down, and my neighbor's chicken's having puppies, and whatever else, and and I said, well, I tell you what, if here's my private line, call me the second Tuesday of next week, and she goes, okay, and, uh, <laughs> and I haven't heard from her since, but we haven't made it to the second Tuesday of next week yet, so. <laughs> 
<laughs> it'll be interesting to see at what point she figures that out and calls me back, um, cussing me. But I'm I'm sure it's going to happen. Tell her you got an opening for 13, 13, 14. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <clears throat> um, let's see here. We've got also I'm I must say let's see. As far as cart goes, blah, 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 which reminds me, what is normal shipping time? Um, shipping time, seven to ten days. But that was his questions. I do want to run through these tips um, and and get these done. Let's see here. Okay. And somebody during the show has sent me pictures and everything of their cart and want a – not really a critique. They just want some advice on some things, and so I'll be putting out either a video or – or I will put out um, a blog article with it if they give me permission to do so. Um, Corey Lawrence, and I don't know him, but he sent in, um, instead of using funnels, spoons, or pouring from a big opening, we just cut a triangular shape in the top of the safety steels on a lot of products instead of removing the whole seal. Squeeze it right into your bottles with no mess and in no time. Oh yeah, I like that. That's what I have on every one of mine. It's got a safety seal. Bubba, um, I you know what? I tell you what. Um, we've got um, we've got Kyle listening in, and and Kyle, I'm gonna be listing off all these tips, and at the end of the show, you've got to decide which tip you thought was best, and that person's gonna win their choice of a dog sled, the book, or a set of chip clips. That's right. It's on Kyle. No. So, Kyle, it's all on your head, and we'll give them your email so they can cuss you out later. <laughs> okay, happy, happy Jack sent in always provide a warm bun for your customers. It makes no difference if you toast or steam them. Take the time to properly prepare them before serving. It brings out the flavor of the bun and builds the foundation of taste to your creation. If you are serving buns right out of the bag, I challenge you to try warming them. I think you will start to see an increase in sales. Absolutely. If it, you know, if um, Crystals or White Castle didn't steam their buns, it would be a shit sandwich. And they taste good because they're steamed. And that's the deal. It's it's period. It. It's good because it's steamed. We're serving premium ingredients in a bun. Why ruin it by a crappy bun? So great advice, Happy Jacks. Um, John Cavanaugh, never heard of this guy either. Um, I have a bug on my head. I have a, um, I have a. He's got three tips for us. Never streak through a herd of rhinos with a bullseye tape to your rump. Um, if you must attend a Weight Watchers convention, do it with flair. Paint yourself with Hershey's and holler, "Don't eat the chocolate man." Never ask a Tennessee hot dogger to explain the definition of the word inbred. <laughs> Where I put my dog, or my cousin's sleepover, or what is my middle name. Oh, my gosh. I could only read those if I was from Tennessee, so I'd say... Um, I would recommend having um, – this is somebody else. I would recommend having all of your accounts posting in unison. He's talking about your social media accounts, such as your Twitter, Facebook, website, and other social media accounts all have to date accurate info. 
Also, throw out a recognition to your faithful customers online. This comes from Andrew at Super Dogs. Um, Super Hot Dogs. Hoot Sweet. That, that's really good. You said Hoot Hootsuite? H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E. It's an app for Android and iPhone. It allows you to post to Facebook and Twitter in one and also schedule date and time. Okay. So you know how I do the holiday every day? Like today was the International Day of the Nerd. Right. Well, that comes out at 8.55 every morning. When I'm slow, I go on, pick my holidays for the week, set them, book them for 8.55 in the morning or schedule them, and bam, they're done. Okay. Well, that was a great tip, um, Super Hot Dogs. That's S-U-P-A. I like that name. Um, Super. Customers eat with their eyes and noses first. Today we will talk about their noses. Um, you always want pleasing smells coming from your cart. You won't believe just how far the smells from your cart will carry. To help entice customers to have a hot dog, it's a common practice among doggers to flavor their cooking water. It may be steam or boiling, but try this little trick of the trade and see how it works for you. Slice up an onion or a few cloves of garlic and add them to your cooking water. The great smells will carry for blocks, and your customers will comment on it when they purchase a hot dog. Another good one, um, and that was from Happy Jack. He goes on on the next day to tell me, Yesterday we talked about appealing to customers through their noses. Today we're going to talk about appealing to their sight. I can remember, even as a kid that my Uncle Hamp's hot dog joint, every hot dog he made looked the same. There was never a messy bun or anything out of place. He treated every hot dog like a fine steak and made sure he served it that way. Customers eat with their eyes first. Make it pleasing to them, and they will return. Happy Jacks. I always loved, you know, he makes a good point, because when, when I give out a hot dog, I hate having to wrap it all the way because I don't want it to mush my creation especially if you've done a nice, pretty chili cheese dog or something or a slaw dog, you, once it's rolled all the way up. So sometimes if they're standing there and I'm making several, I'll kind of make a boat out of it and I'll pinch it loosely at the top so that when they open it, they see this beautiful hot dog um, instead of looks like you just bought it at Sonic. Um Next one is from Mustard Seed Grill. Don't be a victim of small thinking and small believing. Maintaining high expectations for your business and its success. Expectations works a lot like a lighthouse does for ships. If the lighthouse is on and burning bright, a ship can navigate into harbor in the roughest of storms. If you turn off the lighthouse, the ship must drop anchor and wait until light comes back so it will know the way to navigate into port. Keeping your expectations high will motivate you to do what it takes to make it work. Try new things. Continually educate yourself. Always look for how to improve. Believing you can do it is more than half the battle. Keep your expectations high until your ship comes in. Mustard seed grill. That was that was a good one. Um, I like motivational stuff because sometimes we all know these things, but sometimes it helps it helps to hear them. And always be aware of your hands and what they touch. Can't tell you how many vendors I've seen playing on their cell phones, taking money, waxing their cars, then picking up a bun with a bare hands yuck. That came from Sharon Eastman, um, and I'm not even going to attempt the last name. 
I want to, but I'm Hello, not going to. Hello, Willie Lasky. Huh? Hello, Willie Lasky. How do you... All right. That's good. God bless you, Bubba. Sure. <laughs> Kyle, you're keeping track, right? I'm not, I'm yeah, right. Um, All right, I was going to say, there's a test later. <laughs> Fall in love with what you were doing. You need to develop a passion for your hot dog business. It has to be right up there with the top five things in your life. Passion evokes enthusiasm, and your customers will see it clearly and will help you through any and all tough times on the job. Your business is you. If you're not committed, it will show, and your customers will not be drawn to your cart. Happy Jacks. You know, that's a that's a, a really good point. There's times that I, my wife once told me I was in a pissed-off mood, and she told me, she goes, you just need to stay home. There's no reason to go out there. You're going to do more harm than good. And so if you and it's common to get these days, you will get these days. You've probably had them already where you just can't you don't even you can't find the gump to go out there. Those are the days you keep your ass at home, get you some Jim Beam, Diet Pepsi, cigarettes or two or a hundred and and get and enjoy life a little bit. That means you're overworking it and Happy Jack's right there. You're not like if you're if you got a cart and you're selling hot dogs, you're not really selling hot dogs. You're selling yourself. yourself. I mean, in a business like that where it's so personal, the hot dog is there. Yes, you've got a hot dog, and that's what they're paying for. But they are paying for its personality. And if you've got it, the experience, and you're working it, the dog will always taste good. Period. Unless you just really screwed it up. Right. But they're they're buying the personality a lot of times. You know, like you, like you said, they, they they eat with their eyes first. They also eat with their ears. And if you're, you know, being a, a real stick in the mud or real asshole, they're just going to go, you know, you could serve them a gourmet elk dog. Right. And they're going to go, this was the biggest piece of crap I ever spent money on. I had those on the menu today. Elk dog? Elk with apple pear and port wine. Wow. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one. The next one comes from Rhonda at the Dog Paddler. Refrigerate your beverages to cool them down before putting them in coolers. It will make your ice last twice as long. Now, I had never heard this tip. This is smart. First weekend on the job. Still working with the health department here in Michigan, and will be slinging dogs soon. I have started selling ice cream, water pop, and chips from my pontoon boat. Rhonda the Dog Paddler. I love the name, and I love the tip. Refrigerate your beverages to cool them down before putting them in your cooler. I never did that. I guess I'm an idiot. I would do it if I had more space. If I had more space. Well, as you build up, you're going to end up with more fridges, more freezers. I've got four freaking deep freezers. Yeah. Because my my, um, closest... You know, I still go to Sam's, and my closest one is about an hour, ten minutes. Right. So. Yeah. It definitely will because if you put the worm in there, it just it just eats it alive at first. Right. Well, down. Okay. Um, let's let's see what we got here. He's busier than a one-armed monkey with two peckers. It's Ben on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Feeling lazy? Out of shape? Get off the f***ing couch. 
Go to Ben'sCarts.com and get the scoop on free training, top-notch accessories, link over to the radio show and the blog. Plus, you can get Ben's tell-all book on how you can change your life forever. Hot dog, save my life. It's all available at Ben'sCarts.com. Be there. He's busier than a cucumber in a woman's prison. It's Ben on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. He's cornier than an outhouse at a summertime family reunion. It's Ben on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. It's Sunday night at 8.30, and you're riding a gravy train with biscuit wheels with a hot dog answer man, Ben, on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. All right, folks, we're back, and I thank you for um, humoring me a minute. Um, the um, We all needed a break. Um, we're going crazy. And Is Ralph Harper a redneck? <laughs> he, he, either, he, either, he either is or he plays one in life. He plays one in life. Um, no, it's not too late. Let's see how can I do this. Um, hold on just a second. We're gonna have to have. Hey, weren't we supposed to be doing an hour show? Yeah, and uh, hey, if 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 Supper Dogs hears me, I I sent him a link. Uh, it's been a little while ago um, to get on the show. Um, they may have had issues. I don't getting in. I don't know. It should let up to fifteen people if we so desire. But, yeah, but Papa signed in twelve times. <laughs> again, again. I tell you what, bumped uh, Brian Shores out. I tell you what. Do you um? Do you want to go ahead and pick a um a winner there? All right, Kyle, this is all you, bro. Woof. I don't know. I got a toss-up right now. I like the uh, the first one. I didn't catch the first guy's name, and I like I like Ronda's tip as well. First guy was Corey Lawrence from O'Doggies. With the, uh, the triangle there in the top. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Oof. Well, it's up to you, bro. You pick. I know. <laughs> I love laying this this blame off on Kyle. <laughs> Welcome to the show, done. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle's like, man, I am never calling back in this game. Yeah. Pressure's yeah. on, Kyle. You walked in. Come on. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? Just to make the pressure a little bit worse, um, Supper Dogs just joined us, and um, so he, he's he's watching you. Yeah, he's one of the tips. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. <laughs> Oof. You got your big boy haircut. Put on your big yeah, boy. I like I like old doggies. I like that first tip. All Corey right. Lawrence. Corey Lawrence, winner. Um, Corey, you know what to do. Um, I don't know where you are tonight, but um, He's having phone and internet trouble down there in Missouri. They uh, have not had phone or internet all day, and his iPhone was just about dead. So he sent his apologies earlier. I told him no problem. We'll send Bubba down to beat him till morale improves. So, Corey, you need to email Ben, and inside the email on the body, you need to put your information, email, name, address, phone number, and whether you would like a dog sled, chip clip, or a book about hot dogs saved my life. It's pretty good. You should try it sometime. <laughs> He's probably got four copies. And don't forget about me. 
I got that for you. So if I get contact on the fire, I want your backup. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> can I tell you, Kyle, next week you got to pick the contest. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> well, I've decided tonight, I've decided I'm going to put my card up for sale on uh, bins, and I'm just going to start charging for all this crap i got to do. You're going to be busy this week. I don't. Your wife's going to have to sell the dogs. And um and and Witty, I gotta go. Hey, don't forget you gotta drop that chill truck <laughs> off down there to um to, over to Maryland, yeah. Yep. So you know you can hang out for the day, eat hot dogs and ice cream, and then haul it on back up here to me. Yeah, I can do that. Hey, let's let's talk to AJ real quick. AJ, can you hear us? Okay. AJ, hello. Can you hear us? Oh, he scared him. Scared him away. He went, oh, crap. They know I'm there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> on the new guy. Yeah. Yes, you oh, are. I feel bad. It was Bubba's fault up until you joined. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, it's all on Kyle. <laughs> you took some pressure off Bubba. He can now breathe. You know what? Next week, next wow. week it'll be Bubba with the darn internet problem, and <laughs> and Corey will be back on. That's why I tell Corey. I texted him back. I said, "You're just not coming on because you're afraid you're going to get hit with that contest." <laughs> yeah, you saw Brian leave before we made it to the contest. Yeah, wait till I text him. <laughs> well, luckily Kyle, um, or Sucker, as I like to call him, <laughs> joined, joined us. <laughs> Brian's like, I'm just listening to this on podcast now. <laughs> we appreciate it, Kyle. AJ's back. AJ's back. Can you hear us, AJ? You probably had the same problem as me when I first joined with the mic. I'm going to check his. Let's see. No. UCAM three? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um might be his webcam joining in. It could be. Looks uh, like the little signy of it. Yeah, I'm not sure. But either way, um AJ, if you can hear us at any point and you want to sing or something, just um go right ahead so we know you're listening. He's probably singing right now a show tune, and we can't even hear him. Look at Jason. He he snuck off while the camera went blank. He snuck off, but but I can see that he's gone, and I can see his drums and the piano. Can you imagine the racket that can be made in that house? No kidding. There's a room of noise. <laughs> all the all the accoutrement. That's right. Well, um, I I don't have any more that I know of, and um, hopefully AJ will kind of stick around for a little bit, and we'll see if we can get AJ in here at some point. Um, Let me check and see if we have anybody on the line holding. Um, I don't see anybody there um, that's waiting to talk. Um, We had a good night, Jason. We did notice that you left. Um, so that'll be deducted from your paycheck. Grow up, you big baby. 
you know, just seven days a week. If Bubba would have showed up for work today and yesterday, I'd be, you know, fresh as a daisy. But now I'm kind of tired from this heat and this working. I, I already learned because it, it's it's hotter than heck here in Indiana too. The humidity hit again. But that first week that I did seven days out in the heat, I just went. I'm too old, too fat, can't do it. No matter how much money I need, I'm not gonna. I lost Bubba. And Jimmy's still here. Yep, yep. I hear Jimmy. We do have a caller on. Maybe, maybe this is AJ on the call. Um, caller area. Well, last four nine zero eight six. Nine zero eight six. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hello. Hello. Almost there. All right. Um, that may have been an accidental pressed option one. Um, I apologize if I picked up. You didn't want to be on live. Um, AJ, can you hear us? Nope. Not getting nothing. Nah. Um, he's not muted on my end. I don't know. AJ, you're... Um, I don't know what the deal is, um, but your UCAM is up. We can see the picture of your UCAM, but I just can't hear anything. But, um, oh, hold on. Maybe we've got another caller here. Caller, last four, 0330. Yeah, this is Steve-O. Hey, how are you? I was on the video feed earlier. I couldn't get my uh, camera working. Oh, okay. but uh, you, you surprised me so quick. I forgot the reason I wanted to get on the video feed was to thank you for the the dog sled that was you know uniquely used as a cushion for my pans. <laughs> you know, it was a, it was a bonus. I mean, you threw it in there as a cushion for my pans, not to fly, fly, you know, fly from side to side. Well, good. I appreciate well, that. Yes, sir. I just wanted I just to let you know that. that I, well, I appreciate I'm going to get back to listening to the show. All righty. Well, thanks for calling in. Steve, did you I get done you with your part? Uh, no. I, uh, unfortunately, I don't have a, a garage to work in. i got to work outside, and it rained the last week. <laughs> Bubba may have a garage. Yeah, i got a garage. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm yeah, not going to drive four and a half hours to do that. <laughs> See, Bob, it only takes one hand to drive, so you could be working on the car with the other hand. I'm not even going to go about driving with one hand and working on a cart. It needs to say Super Bubba. <laughs> In a world where Bubba does everything for us, (laughs) slave boy. (laughs) Where's Rob? Yeah. Oh, for real. The weather's looking to be uh, nice and sunny this week, so I'm looking to get it done this weekend, or this weekend, get your license by the end of the week. Excellent. Well, hopefully we can get um, some. 
I saw that he tried to call get back online and it didn't work again. Yeah. Shows his hit and he's gone away. Come on, gone away. Yeah. Uh, we'll, let, we'll let Kyle close the show for us. And, you know. Yeah. Kyle, you go ahead and do the song. <laughs> what song? Come <laughs> on. <laughs> you didn't get the memo? <laughs> you got to start coming to the meetings, Kyle. Okay. Uh, Kyle, we're going to have to dock this from your paycheck. It's not a show on your permanent record, Kyle. I'm sorry. Thank God my paycheck's not taking the hit. Woo! <laughs> well, Bobby, you're in the negatives. We prepare for these on the second Tuesday of every week, and that's why they're so professional. <laughs> Man. Oh, I did. Yeah, you know what we need to remind them, guys, of, Ben, is the uh, cooldowns from Hotheads. Yeah, go ahead. Let's do that. I, I was talking to Kevin Keller at night and had to remind him of it. Um, from Hotheads, and it's H-E-A-D-Z, uh, we get the cooldowns, which is C-O-O-L-D-O-W-N-Z. And they're a uh, bandana that you can drop in cold water. It takes about 20 minutes the first time you use them. It swells up, and you can wear it as a bandana across your head or around your neck. But... During this hot weather, I wear one around my neck, keep one in the soda box, and I swap them out as I need them. Why everybody's soda tastes like sweat. I think they actually sell those at Lowe's. Uh, The the cooldowns? Yep. Yeah. Ace Hardware carries them sometimes, but you can call them direct and uh, get a box. I sell them, too, to my uh, guys. I usually keep one or two of my ice box filled up, and I ask them, do you want one charged or do you want to take it dry? Nice option, be able to hand them something cold and you know let them pop it right on their neck and you know cool down. And they work, they work good. Um, They'll keep you awesome. They'll keep you way cooler. If I wear a hat, I sweat even if it's not hot, and I sweat peeling a banana. But if if I have the cool down, it keeps the sweat. You know, the hat keeps sweat from coming down your face, but I don't like it because it makes me sweat more. And so the cool down really works. I like draping it around my neck more than I do on my head. Yeah. And you don't want to mess your hair up. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> um, this is expensive gel. <laughs> um, uh, weren't you talking earlier about wasting money? He buys the gel for things he'll still do for beauty. Yes. Well. It's not working. It's only on the live TV show days. Ah, okay. Makeup. I dress up for y'all. Yeah, his hair's a disaster on other days. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> Looks all windblown. <laughs> Both did, uh, of them. I did forget something. Jason, you you, you might find this interesting. Last uh, Monday, we're going, we're in the process, and I think it's going to happen. I found down a, about an hour or so south of us in Bloomfield, Indiana, a it is they they it's locally raised cows and pork, and they slaughter it, they process it. The stuff tastes amazing because there's not one freaking additive corn syrup thing. And the guy's name is Brian. He's bald and he's fat. And I got some of his brats this week, and and I tried them all, and then I sold a few to all my customers that that are always buying brats. I said, taste this, and the reaction was the same on every one of them. Unbelievable. Just pizza brats, all that stuff. But if we can make this work, we're, we will no longer be selling Nathan's or any of that. We're going to go with our 
strictly raised locally and all that stuff, and it it's God, it's amazingly good. Good. So much. When you, when you have your wife send me that dessert, just throw in some of those brats, and that way you're not no, spending so much no. on dry ice. We'll use the frozen brats to keep the cake cool. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to go stand out by the mailbox now. Yeah. But, yeah, I hope we can get this done because price-wise it comes in at a very doable deal to where, uh, you know, we're not going to freak people out on price. We'll still have our margin stuff. But just the taste of it alone, just I, it floored me. The first bride I, I bit into, I scared the hell out of my wife because I just went, oh, my God. You know. Is there anybody doing breakfast brats? I did this weekend. I, but I just did the brats. What made it a breakfast brat was I put hash browns, pepper gravy, and uh, maple syrup if you wanted it on it. There was really good. There's a gentleman that is one of my customers that it does that. He he went from working lunches to just now. It, all he does is breakfast, and it's yeah. just breakfast brats, maple infused bacon brats, all kinds of brats. Right. We do that uh, apple sausage for breakfast. It has a little bit of maple and a little bit of cinnamon in it. Yeah. Wow. I, I haven't Quite tried it. Koopa, can you hear us? I, I, I'm not even getting any feedback off this line, so there's nothing there. No Jimmy's still here. Do what? Oh, Jimmy, you still Jimmy? here with yeah, I'm still here. I'm glad you, you are. Guys. Hey, hey, you we, know what? I got you know I got those tips. I mean, uh, some more tips. You know, uh, call these companies for free stuff. You know, I did the Hebrew National. They sent me four umbrellas, twenty T-shirts, five hats, all kinds of stickers, a banner, and all that for free. Who was this? So, Hebrew National. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I remember I went down to Daytona and I told them I was going to sell their dogs down there, and the yep. rep sent me all this stuff. Questions. Uh, no questions asked. I'm talking about UPS in three days, had it on my doorstep. I'm talking about medium, large, extra large, and 2X T-shirts with Hebrew National, and it has to go with it. Four umbrellas with Hebrew National all over it. A banner, I'm talking about a good, sturdy vinyl banner. Uh, all kinds of foil, the, the paper with Hebrew National to wrap your dogs in, um, you know, just in comparison, I called Nathan just to get a sign from them. They wanted me to sign a contract saying I would use them exclusively and give their my restaurant depot number just to get a banner. So, Oh, my gosh. But there's free stuff you can do. Sabrats will send you a free umbrella. I mean, if you call Sabrats and, you know, and Vienna, you know, of course you already know Vienna send you some stuff. You know, I teach in my book to use your local meat guys like Bubba was talking about just a minute ago is – Using local companies that people are are endeared to already endears you to them automatically vicariously, just because if if you know we have one called um, Lay's and it's L A Y S and it's got little three little pigs on the package. Well, everybody knows that it's in all the grocery stores here, and so if you put that on your cart, it does real well because they go, oh yeah, I'm used to those hot dogs. They're the red hot dogs. It's the only red dogs we, we can get here. Um, we have uh, we have Lay's potato chips here, and we also have hers. So the joke was always, "Are you hers or free to lay?" <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, that, that's a good idea then because they didn't have a clue what Hebrew National was down in Daytona, Florida. Florida is used to Nathan and to Brett. So it was a hard sell, and I had no idea. You know, so it's good to check your local, what, you know, you're going to do out-of-town events or events in your area. It's good to check to see what the favorite dog in that area because they have no idea. Just like in Baltimore, half smokes are, are a staple there. And if you go outside of Baltimore, Maryland, D.C. area, nobody knows what a half smoke is. You know, I get that question all the time. What, what, what's a half smoke, you know? Well, well, here you don't have to answer that question. I don't know what it is. Go ahead and tell us what it is. Well, uh, you know, a half smoke is basically either a pork or beef sausage or both mixed together that's hick, kind of either hickory smoked or, like they say, half smoked and can be spicy or mild. Uh, Briggs, Briggs is one of the companies that makes them. They've got a lo- local company called Mangler's Beef that makes them, um, and it's uh, privy to the Baltimore area. I think you got a guy up in Baltimore. What was his name? Cowboy Joe, Cowboy Mike. You remember him? I think you had him on the state, uh, the show a while back. He was doing a radio station outside in Baltimore. Oh You're, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he sells half smokes. He'll tell you what they are. But if you go outside this area, nobody knows what a half smoke is, and it's really it can either be a hot dog or a sausage. So Brett's has a good one. It's called their hot sausage. They sell it in New York, and you can get it down here, and that's what I sell is my half smoke. So it's a hot, spicy to use cayenne, uh, not cayenne, but red pepper in it, and it's a good smoke, half smoke hickory beef. It's all beef dog, no pork in this one. And uh, so it's good to know what the local, uh, what the people eat wherever you're vending that because uh, that really does work. Speaking of local, I did the water idea. I found Drink More Water, which is a local company, and they'll do the labeled uh, advertisement for you for $15 a case, I think it is, of 24 That's good. So, yeah, I mean, you know, and you can pass it on, like you say, to the person that wants to advertise on there. And I think they got a three-case minimum, something like that. So That's my um, that's my free water trick. That's that's one of my tricks in the book. Is the, yeah, the it top. works, too, yeah. And it works. I was doing it with yeah. furniture stores and... It works. Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> I learned a lot from you. Check your local Sam's Club or Costco as a as a uh, commissary. Uh, since you do business there, some of them will let you use their restaurant certificate as a commissary for those that are having a hard time finding a base operation. Hmm. Yeah, I yeah. know some. I know some Sam's Clubs will let you. Um, some won't, but some will. Um, I've heard both sides of the story. Hey, Jimmy, hang on. We've got another caller that's holding here, and I'm going to try right. to get before we close up. Um, caller with the last four of 9086 on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. It's Andrew Supa. I uh, can't get my uh, camera and stuff working tonight, but I'll be on by next week. Hey, well, we thank you for um, sending in the tip. I guess you're super dogs, right? I am. Okay. Well, we appreciate the tip. That was an awesome tip. Oh yeah, not a problem. I like I said, I've been on here about three weeks now, so we were all rooting. I'm glad I get started the August first. Play with it. Set me up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the fold, brother. <laughs> Welcome to the whipping post. <laughs> I'll be on full blast next week. 
Sounds good. Thank you so much. I, I see you keep jumping in and out, and hopefully we'll get it working. If you want to test it out any this week, if I'm available, if you'll email me, you and I can practice with it and see if it'll come on. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to work tonight and maybe tomorrow afternoon to try to get the settings right for it, because I thought right. I could do it on my iPad, but I don't think the iPad it doesn't work for some reason. It should. It should. My wife has, does it with my daughters through it. As long as, it's, as long as it's a new iPad with a FaceTime camera. It's kind of like smartphones. It's great, except I'm too stupid to know how to use them. Thanks, Your Honor. Well, I I really appreciate all the calls this week. I appreciate everybody that joined us. And, um, Jimmy, thanks for all the help and the update. That was fantastic. Um, a lot of times we forget about this stuff, and I know we cover it, but this has been literally a jam-packed show full of tips and tricks and ideas. Do, do any of y'all have anything you want to add before we go? Yeah. It's going to be added again for a week. Well, Kyle will be doing the contest next week, so that's one less thing off the list for Bubba. <laughs> I give him a little more time to build that card, deliver it up. It's crazy, if, Jay- you know. if, if, if Jason's not here next week, I had absolutely nothing, nothing to, to do, do with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ben and I were actually thinking about taking off, so it's going to be you and Brian running the show next week. Yeah, running the Love <laughs> Hot Dog Company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll jump in and help. I'll jump in and help the guys out. All right, ben, Jimmy. Ben might be coming up this week and do some filming. We got some emails about uh, a couple people wanted to see about water ice or shave ice, making those and flavors and things. So if Ben uh, happens to come up here, we'll be doing a video on that for some people that have been asking about that. And uh, that's about it for me. I hope you give Brian a hard time because he didn't say kiss my ass or nothing. He just dodged out. Uh, wait, wait, till I, uh, wait till I got a hold of him. I'll text him next. Tell him he threw a glitch in the show and we had to wait 30 minutes or something to get him logged out. Cause he <laughs> well, it was probably that woman he had tied up. He disappeared earlier. She probably got out of her dots and stuff and he had to go tie her up again. She broke the lock on the cage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, folks, hey, Kyle, thanks for participating and being such a good sport. We, I hope you know it was all in good fun. Um, we appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Well, I'm going to wrap one, it up. What's that, Jason? <laughs> Have a good one, Kyle. <laughs> I will. Hey, Bubba, get to building that cart now. <laughs> on it. On it, like stink on crap. <laughs> oh, man. Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by Ben'sCarts.com and the Hot Dog Answer Man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. See you, Ben. See you later. I appreciate it. Hi, uh, yeah.